Okay, Dave, um, we should get this podcast recorded. It's uh, getting pretty late. We need to get it done so we can get it edited. And, and, um, uh, Dave. David. Dave. Hey. Why? What? What are you doing? Sorry, I couldn't hear you. I was listening to my JBL Club Pro Plus True Wireless In-Ear Headphones with noise cancellation technology. Ooh. I couldn't hear a word you were saying. Yeah, because I just speak noise. I know. Thanks to our good friends over at JBL for sending them to me. I was at, Hey, I was actually thinking after the podcast we could maybe listen to some tunes on our JBL Extreme 3, which has just been released also from our good friends at JBL. Thanks to our friends at JBL for sponsoring um, the channel um, and the podcast and all that for this month. Awesome. Fantastic. Let's get into it. Ooh, cool. Let's do it. Yep. Good. Hello everybody, welcome to the Dave Lee Down Under podcast. I'm of course your host, Dave Lee. And this is episode 26. Mm. 26 shows. Oh, you know what? Last week was 25, which is a fairly decent milestone. I was going to say at the beginning, 25 episodes, yeah. Completely forgot. Oh, well, I didn't yeah. even mention the episode number last week. But wasn't, hey, it's wasn't um, worth it. It's Easter this weekend. It is too. Yeah, so. Oh, chocolate eggs. Oh, I know. God. I've got a massive. A massive uh, bowl of the chocolate eggs. Alicia sent me a, like one of those Cadbury mm. gift box things. Oh my god, I'm I'm going to be eating eggs for months. <sighs> yeah, well, tell me what else you're doing with eggs after you've eaten them. Oh jeez, I don't even know. For where months. We, I don't even know where you're going with that joke, no, but we'll, no, no. we'll we'll skip over it. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? I was going to say yeah. So happy Easter. We're recording this as we we always do. We record a podcast on the Friday, so it's Good Friday as we're recording this. But we're back at work doing the podcast, yes. um, and patrons will get this on Saturday. So I can so wish a happy Easter. happy Easter to the patrons and those land patrons. Yeah, it's been. Easter. Hope you had a good Easter. Had a good, but it's if you're listening on the Monday, it's still public holiday around on the Monday in Australia. In Australia, anyway. Rest of the world. I know, happy yeah. Easter to everybody out there. Yep. Hope you had some good times and oh, I have, lots of have some and more. Yeah, lovely cross buns mm, and num, num. yeah, all those lovely sorts stuff. of love, delicious sort of. Yes. You can, of course, join us on the podcast every single Monday. The podcast goes out on all major podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, and Audible. Um, and it goes out on a lot of the smaller ones as well. Most of the, pretty much all the small ones, I think. Um, the uh, the visual element is available to view on YouTube. Uh, the, vi- the, the video version, of course, if you're watching it, um, it goes out two days earlier. It goes out on the same day, but it goes out two days earlier for the patrons. Yep. So they'll get that on the Saturday with the two-day early access. If you'd like to be a patron supporter, you can have head over to patreon.com forward slash Under for as little as a dollar a month. Cheaper. Yeah, you can sign up uh, and uh, get the, the early access. Now, we've actually migrated. Uh, we'll talk about this a bit later on in more in depth, but we've migrated the podcast to a second YouTube channel. Um, so last specifically week, for the specifically podcast. for the podcast uh, for a variety of reasons we'll go over it later but um, we've, we've migrated last week was the first one we put on that second channel um, we've moved this one back to the main channel uh, because we've got some sponsor stuff we need to do yep and so we'll put it back here and then next week we're going to go back over to the other channel it's going to stay there 
Exactly right. Okay, anyway, we'll talk about that later. Um, you can, of course, find me on, on YouTube at Dave Lee Down Under, over on Twitter, Instagram, uh, and Letterboxd. All those links are down in the description below. If you want to write into the show, you can shoot an email at DaveLeePod at gmail.com. Um, and, um, yeah, r- reviews. We want some, want some reviews. Only good ones. Only the good ones. We fucking did it again. All the way through. How good's that? Awesome. Beautiful timing. Yep. Well, thank you for Just joining. Just for a change. Yeah. It doesn't happen often. No, not often. We've done it the last couple of weeks. Of course, uh, if you're listening, you're not watching out there, uh, the, the wonderful soothing voice that's joining me once again is, of course, old mate Rick. Mm-hmm. The old boy. Old boy's back. Yep. Thanks for joining me again. Yep. Stumbled in. Nobody else wants to speak to you. No, I know. <laughs> you're not, you're not reached out. You're I haven't reached out to anyone in the last few weeks. Out anyway. <laughs> haven't you? Been, yeah, been yeah, yeah. Busy. There's not, yeah, I've been very busy. There's not been a lot to talk about. This so last week has been a bit slower. Just has been, been nice a slow week. Had a bit of a break. Yeah, been no, late. not really a break. But I've been working, but I've been just slow. Yeah, just small bits and pieces. I spent like someone say you've always been a bit slow, but you know. Yeah, well, you know, um, I spent I spent a full day like backing up. The computer was full oh my to the brim. I spent mm. like a whole day and a half backing stuff up. And we wonder why we can't update this operating system on it. It's probably because it's too full. Maybe give it a go now. Maybe give it a try. It's completely empty now. Maybe try it. Um. It's um, now last week, 25th episode of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Today, as we're recording this Friday, it's my fifth YouTube anniversary. Jeez. The, um, the, the anniversary of the day I first uploaded a video on my current YouTube channel. Jeebus. Yeah, I had a channel before it, but I didn't take it very seriously. I uploaded no, it like once right. every three or four months. Yeah. Just movie reviews. Um, but yeah, the current channel, Dave Lee Down Under, or as it was then... Disney Dave. Disney Dave. Dave. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> right. Uh, five years as of today, I uploaded my first video. Terrible video. Um, I was, um, as as you do, you look back at people's like earliest videos on YouTube and you think that's just, you know, cringe as. I've got a small clip from my first YouTube uh, video. Occasionally I get people writing comments on this like, oh, my God, your first video. I'm like, oh, jeez, you found it, right? <laughs> it was, um, yeah, as if you don't know it's shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I was doing, because I was just doing Disney stuff back then, I've said many times that I kind of used the Disney Dave as thing a jumping off as point, a jumping-off yeah. point to try and make, form like a small little community and then, and then try and break away from it. It worked. Um, so initially I was just doing like Disney reviews and stuff. Very first one I did was actually I did two. I did two in one sitting, and they were reviews for that um, Disney Infinity game for the PlayStation. Oh, that's right. So yeah, I was yeah, doing these yeah. reviews for the little action figures. Oh, <laughs> so this is the. Um, I'll just play like a very small forty second clip. This is the very beginning. Don't think the, I remember this. No, oh, it's yeah. I've I've tried to block it out, but we're going to revisit it just very briefly here. Of course, the full video is up on YouTube. You can you can you can still find it. But here's just a very small clip of my first ever video on the Dave Lee Down Under uh, YouTube channel. Let's have a listen. G'day guys, Disney Dave here once again for another <laughs> short little uh, video game review kind of thing. We're taking a look at another Disney Infinity piece. This is another That's brand shit. new piece from Disney Infinity Jungle Book 3.0. It's Blue from the Jungle Book. Uh, he looks really cool. I've ripped him out of the packaging already before doing this video. Okay, so let's make this one really short, really quick. It's just one character we're going to have a look at. Of course, I didn't bring out any other Jungle Book characters, which is... That's well, not incredibly disappointing because there's not really any other characters you'd really want to play with. Baloo was is just is awesome. Maybe a Mowgli would have been pretty cool. 
Guys, <laughs> 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 are funny how you've developed over the oh yeah, no five years. Yeah, uh, funny Ch- chubby cheeks, more hair. Yeah, I know and that beard. Look at it. I oh, know, God. crazy, Ju- real jungle man. Yeah. Um, funny thing with this is you hear at the beginning I say um something like welcome back to the channel, welcome to another video. Oh, um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. guys, Disney Dave here once again for another short little uh, video. <laughs> for another video. What ha- what happened was I recorded two videos back to back. Yeah. There was one, I think, the second one was like a cap- the Captain America piece for the Disney Infinity, and I uploaded them in the wrong order. <laughs> oh, <laughs> So then you go and you look at the – I uploaded the Captain America one the day after – and I'm pretty sure on that one I'm like, welcome to the channel, welcome to our new channel, whatever. So from the bit from the very beginning, it was I doomed. I cocked it up, yeah, yeah. Um, and you so haven't yeah. stopped cocking it up since. I know exactly right. <laughs> so I thought that was funny to to revisit that. But very two very awful videos. I um, mean oh, that first funny. um that first year or so's worth of videos are pretty cringe like that. That shirt's a ripper too. I know. Is Alicia bought me one. Yeah, yeah. Alicia yeah. bought me that one. That was a um. A Vans oh, t-shirt. that's right. Yeah, it was yeah, too. Yeah, a Vans one. I do remember that. I think it's a bit small for me now. Actually, maybe it's probably not because I've I, probably got big. I reckon you'll fit into it now. I reckon I will. Because you're bigger there. Yeah, I was bigger there. And then, fat face and then I got you. bigger and then I came back down. So I reckon I'd fit into it again. i got to dig it out. Yeah. Wear it next week on the pod. My yeah, Jungle Book shirt. I love that thing. Don't put it on now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I couldn't be bothered now. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but yeah, so fifth anniversary on YouTube. We've come a long way. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing that's um, stuck around since the beginning, of course, is like Blu-ray reviews and stuff, talking about physical media. People love it. Um, mm. And we went to JB Hi-Fi this week. Um, yep, I we went, did. I went to pick up the Wonder Woman 1984 Steelbook because the DC ones, they just fly off the shelf. You have to get them right away um, or else you miss out on them. Yeah, exactly. I did the runaround for the Joker Steelbook. I couldn't get it couldn't anywhere. Get it. I was too late to it. Um, so so all the time now. I don't like spending like forty dollars on a you brand new release. You know what Frankie release. says? Yeah, when you the time to buy it is when you see it. Yeah, yeah. So I so that's why I was I'd like I, I don't usually spend like forty dollars on it. We don't really buy new releases. Not, um, often, not often. But these things, I'm like, oh, I want it. I got to get it. Or I'll well, the I reason I buy them is we buy so many of them. Well, exactly right. Not just not just that, but the price comes down within a month anyway. Mm-hmm. So if you can't wait an extra month, yeah, exactly right. Um, so anyway, save yourself a pocket load of money. So I'd gone into JB the week before and I just said to the guy, oh, I was there like two days before. It was like on Saturday. And I said to the guy, oh, I, Wonder Woman's out this week. Can you put one aside for me? He said, yeah, that's fine. So he put my name down, whatever. He said, we'll send you text. So I got a text on the Monday morning saying, oh, your Wonder Woman um, Blu-ray is in, 4K disc is in. Uh, come and pick it up. So I went in there and they're doing a deal at the moment. Uh, buy two, get one free on all movies. Um, so awesome. all movies, anything you all want, movies. anything you want, no exceptions except for like box sets, so like single, yeah. single films. Um, so I went in there, I grabbed, I found a couple of things I wanted to get to pair with it. And I went up to the counter and I had, um, so I had three discs obviously. And, um, she rang it up. It should have come to like $52 or something. She rang the discs up and was like, Oh, that's $68, please. I was like, hang on. I was like, that should be, um, that should be like $52 or something like that because of the buy two, get one free. And she goes, oh, I'm sorry, but pre-orders don't count in the buy two, get one free. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hang on a minute. It's not really a pre-order. That's come out today. 
Like yeah. I understand it if I was going to go up there with two discs and then say, oh, can I get these and can you please put a pre-order in yeah, for exactly. me to pick up in three yeah, weeks' yeah, time. Yeah. I think that's what the yeah, – You can get that. Get yeah, that. I understand that. I think that's what the um, – that's probably what the stipulation implies. You can't buy two and then pre-order something yeah, with yeah, them. Yeah. Whereas this thing wasn't really a pre-order either. I just asked the guy to put, put it aside. On the side. It's like if you ring up, if you're shopping around yeah. and one store doesn't have it and the, and the shop up uh, yeah. two kilometres up the road does yeah. and you say, oh, can you put it aside? Yeah. I'll come and get it. Yeah. So, But I think probably because I – the guy had probably put it through as a pre-order because I went and asked him to put it aside before it was released. I don't know. But anyway, she was like, oh, yeah, sorry, pre-orders don't count. I was like, oh, well, it's come out today. It's on the shelves today. Like you're selling it to me. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. It's the rules. I was like, okay, you can cancel my pre-order. I'll go and pick another one up off the shelf and buy my three discs. And she just looked at me and was like, yeah, good point. <laughs> and then she just obviously did her thing and was like, okay, $52 or whatever. Uh, that's good funny. I mean, oh, that's funny. I mean, you got you understand. Rules are in place and stuff. I've done that before. I've done a similar thing before. Yeah. Where um, they tried to charge me a full price on something, yeah, and it was actually on sale. All oh, right, and I forget the I forget the reason. It wasn't a pre-order or anything like that. It was I forget what the reason was. Mm. And um, they've they've uh, charged me for it. And then I've gone to walk on. Oh, hang on, this is wrong. And, yeah, and told them what the problem was, and they they gave me the reason why it was that and not and not the cheaper price. And I said, well, okay, well, how about how about this? I'll just return it. Yeah. I said, just take it back. I don't want it. Mm. So I came on, you don't want it now? I said, no, just just do a return mm. on it. So she did a return. And then after she did the return, I said, oh, that disc there, can I buy that? <laughs> <laughs> she said, oh, what do you mean? I said, I want to buy that disc. Um, I said, obviously somebody has just returned it. I said, I'll buy that disc. <laughs> so she sold it to me and I got it for the cheaper price. <laughs> It's crazy, man. Sometimes, you know, you do those, um, you do the buy one, get one free every year. Yep. Most stores will let you part it out into separate piles to like get the Yeah, the, that's because, right. Because if you pay like 50, if you buy a bunch of discs and you've got like three discs that are 50 bucks and three discs that are $20, they'll give you all the $20 ones for free. Yep. Whereas if you pair a $50 with a $50, you get a $50 for free. So yeah, I, right. I always tell people you got to make your little stack. So pair yeah. The like so price. your $15 discs together or yeah, your $20 yeah, yeah. discs together or your $10 yeah. discs together. So some stores will let you do that. Most stores will let you do that. But I've heard reports from other stores where they don't let you do it. So I've heard people who have been like, all right, I'll go through, I'll buy this one stack, give me the next stack, I'll go through again, and they just keep going to the checkout yeah. and doing that. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'd do. Yeah, exactly right. I'd just say, okay, we'll put those ones right. through, I'll put, these back on the, I'll put those back on the shelf and yeah. walk away and get back in line and come back through and <laughs> to the same person and go, yeah. there you go. Nothing wrong with that. That's the deal. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think we had, we had one store do that to us once. Yeah, like, I think it was like the very first time when they, they first ever started did it, doing it. They tried to do it and we're like, all right, we'll just keep going around. And yeah. they're like, oh, fine, just put it through. But a few years back, they all they they do it now where they actually have people come, going around the store telling you to put them in piles. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we've, we've so they're that. really good with that now. I've had that a couple of times. Um, and Amazon actually, if you buy, if when because they do the same deal at the same time, they will automatically figure out the best price for you. You just throw everything into the cart, oh, and they'll they? automatically give you. Yeah, they'll pair them up. Yeah. So well, see, often, 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 they'll they'll Amazon will sell the discs at the. At the discounted price yeah, yeah. individually, yeah, yeah, won't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you buy, for argument's sake, you buy two twenty dollar, you get yeah. two twenty dollar discs. Mm. So you got forty bucks, but you're only yeah. paying twenty because you're getting one free. Mm. 
well, then Amazon will sell each of them to you at $10. $10 each, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or if they do like a buy, usually... And you don't have to buy two. Usually it's like the, the, the two for 30 deal. So if it's a two, yeah, for, that's if right. it's in a two for 30 deal, they'll sell them individually for 15 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's that's pretty good. Um, Zavi. Oh, bloody Zavi I'm still again. waiting. My of God. course, last week, of course. Have you Didn't been they following? get their act together? I know. If you've been following the podcast, I have had an on and off relationship with Zavi. More, <laughs> often, more often off than on. <laughs> Um, they, of course, if you make like a bulk order, like say 12 discs, for example, like what I've just recently done, they will send them all out individually. Last week they sent out six discs, which was half. They sent out six of my discs, each individually. So I'm still waiting for them to come. They'll probably take a month, maybe over a month, if at all. So I'm taking bets on how many arrive at all and how many arrive damaged. So out of of how how many have you ordered? 12. Out of 12 discs, who... How many do you think he'll, yeah. he'll receive? Yeah. And how many will he receive damaged? Yeah. Um, Blake actually came in with a uh, our friend Blake, patron Blake. Blake long up in time. Queensland? Yeah. Hey, Blake, how are you, mate? He, he sent in a guess. Uh, let me just find it over on the podcast. If we go Dave Lee down under podcast um, here on YouTube. Um, he sent it in because we spoke about this last week. Yeah. Um, Blake guessed. Um, how do we get to com- YouTube? Make it so hard to find comments these days. Oh, here we go. Blake says three won't turn up and four will be damaged. Right. So we'll see. So um, that's seven. That's seven. Seven out of the 12. Yeah. So anyway, six went out last week. Um, four went out today. All and individually, of and course. Still two, I'm yeah. still waiting on the last two. I think there were. I think the first six they had in stock. The second six they were waiting for stock. Mm. So it's okay. Like I understand that they would have to send them out separately. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, but just box them up. Send yeah. them to me in a box. Not. I don't need twelve Blu-rays arriving to me in the mail. If you know. Well, we had a good discussion about this over lunch, didn't we? That yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's an automated well, system. Yeah. Maybe there's robots doing it all. Yeah. Who knows? And they that just get spat out as individual discs and just get packaged possibly that way. That could explain it. And it's that's, not, that's not some fat lazy bastard who doesn't want to walk yeah. the other side of the of the other side yeah. of the uh, warehouse. Warehouse. No. Yeah. That uh, is quite possible. And that that is another reason why you should get human workers, not robots. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't know how this system. But works. who knows? Who bloody knows? Um, They've just said that that's not because you emailed. Them. I emailed them a couple of times. They're like, that's just not how we do it. Or yeah. that's just not how not the warehouse how, how does warehouse it. warehouse works. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we'll see what happens with that. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, well, I actually watched quite a lot this last week. Yeah, heaps. I, I've been really, like, I've been really slow, like, the few last couple of months um, for various reasons. I've been busy. I've been lazy. I've been sleeping in, whatever reason. And I've I got in a lot this week. We'll go through a few of these very quickly. Catalog titles. Of course, as you know, I um, I will try and get up early. Most mornings about 6.30, 7 o'clock, I get up. I put a movie on before I get into work to try and get through this pile of hundreds of discs that just doesn't seem to ever be getting any lower. I watch some, I buy some, I watch some, I buy some, and you slowly... There's like a... Yeah. <laughs> it's just... It's fluctuating. I don't think I'll ever get through this. Uh, but I, fi- I actually did get through quite a few this week. Um, I watched one called The Man Who Knew Too Little. This is a Bill Murray film oh, from the yeah, late yeah, 1990s. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. It's really bad. <laughs> I like This was one I think I had on DVD. Nan had it on DVD. And I was one that I kept borrowing and then never watched. And I'd borrow it again and then return it and then borrow it again. Just never watched it. Mm. I finally bought the Blu-ray. And yeah, I understand why understand I never why watched it. Watch it. It's terrible. It's like one of those movies where like... Yeah, where they're trying to recapture like the the glory of their films from the eighties. Like if you think of like an Adam Sandler film today, like the oh, kind God. of movies he makes today, 
where he's trying to do what he did in the 90s. Yeah, it's exactly. like that. Yeah. That it's just not funny because all the gags are the same. All old gags. Yeah. Bill Murray's good in that, but I didn't really get many laughs on it. It was a bit stupid. Um, so A Man Who Knew Too Little wouldn't really recommend that one. Um, I watched one called The Replacement Killers. Again, like a 90s action kind of film. Um, it's got Chow Yun-Fat, uh, Mira, uh, Mira Savino, and it's directed by Antoine Fuqua, who I, I believe it was his first film. Um, and John Woo, legendary action director John Woo, co-produced uh, uh, the film and choreographed the action scenes. It was quite good, but it was like one of those just really standard, generic action films from the 1990s. Um, but I really I enjoy that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think I'll it's a lot of. It. I think they. I think they're quite fun. They're just easy to watch. Um, yeah, and I only. I just picked this one up recently, in one of JB's deal, and it was a short film. So mm. I, I, I checked it. It was like seventy-five minutes or eighty minutes or something like that. Yeah, yeah, ninety-seven, not uh, eighty-seven minutes. Yeah, really short. Uh, so I checked that one out. I liked it. Wasn't great, but I liked it. Uh, we watched Mystic Pizza. I put this on last weekend. This was that they really early Julia Roberts film. Oh, that yeah, romantic yeah, yeah, yeah. film, yeah. That was actually really good. It was good. very good. I like that. Yeah. You can understand how, yeah. like, you look at her, that's like her first, like, major role. I think it was, like, the second film she did. And then almost immediately she's doing, like, Pretty Woman and, um, mm. like, Pelican Brief and, you know, all these older films that she was in. She was, like, talk about people who rise to fame, like, re- like meteorically. Like, she was just, and you can understand why. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Especially going back and looking at her really early roles. Um, it'd be further, like, right down, right down. He, he's no, up on IMDb. Keep going, keep going down. I'm telling you, it's her first film. You've gone past producers. Yeah, you went past, like, Pretty Woman already. Oh, no, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because she was in a bunch of TV oh, stuff yeah. and then there was, like, one film and then Mystic Pizza. But, yeah. She's just got charm, just had that charm, you know. Well, the following year she, she did Steel Magnolias yeah, and, and the pretty, following year was Pretty, pretty Woman. Woman. Yeah, and then Sleeping with the Enemy, which is another film I watched this week too. Flatliners really and great. Sleeping with the Enemy. Hook. Yeah, so she, yeah, didn't she? Yeah. Wow. Um, didn't so, realise. Yeah, Sleeping with the Enemy is another one I watched as well yesterday. I really like that. Again, just really generic thriller from the 90s. Not much really happens. Yeah. But she's just she's such a star. Yeah. Just such that got that she real oozed, charm. Just yeah. oozed real stardom, charm. didn't she? Yeah, you can understand again how she just went from zero to a hundred so quickly. And it's not, funny it's funny you look at you look at women like her, mm. or, well, not just women, but even yeah, yeah. males look yeah. like her. And the good ones just make it look real easy. Yeah, yeah. It's just natural yeah, yeah. and then they're, they're not acting. They're just mm. they're just yeah. and and, and that mystic yeah, exactly pizza. Right. She yeah. was exactly like that. Yeah. Whereas the the cast around her, yeah, when you great. felt were acting. Yeah, you can tell. But she's not even the lead character in that. But no, she just right. stands out. Yeah, yeah. And like Notting Hill, superb. Notting Hill is my favorite rom com yeah, yeah, yeah. of all time, yeah. and she's just so wonderful in that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I enjoyed both of those. I've been on like I've watched quite a few of her her early films recently. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed them. And this morning I watched for the first time in what must be like 13 years, 13 going on 30, suddenly which was 30. yeah releases suddenly 30 here in Australia mm. and the UK perhaps. Um, yeah, I really liked it. It was one that I remember really liking. Of course, the one with Jennifer Garner, it's got yeah. Mike Ruffalo in there, Brie Larson, like baby Brie Larson, like 13 year old Brie Larson's in there for like 10 minutes. Um, and then um, a couple of other faces that you'd recognise, just much, much younger. It's really good. It's as good as I remember. I didn't remember much of it. There were, like, key scenes that you remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
The funny thing is, as I said, 13 going on 30 over in the States was released here as suddenly 30. I imported, I had to import this one because you couldn't buy it here. I overpaid. I paid like $20 for it. <laughs> but I was watching the price on Amazon. It wasn't going down. So I thought I'm just going to buy it. So I bought it because I've been wanting to rewatch it for a while. Um, the title that comes up on the film is Suddenly 30. Really? Can you play it? Yeah. And this was the American disc. So I guess usually what happens is they will press one disc and then send it around the world. Um, So you find a lot of Blu-rays will have one or the other title that comes up if it's like a a film that has double titles. But I found it really weird that the, like the UK title came out. Mm. Maybe it was was pressed in the UK or something. But yeah, so I had suddenly 30 come up on the screen. I thought, oh, wow, that's a bit weird. But the um, but the cover was thirteen. The, currently, going on 30. the cover was thirteen going on thirty. Yeah, here's a fun fact. It's a little bizarre. Here's a fun fact. Right, I was thirteen when this film came out, and I'm turning thirty this year. <laughs> so now, <laughs> yeah. So now I'm thinking, oh geez. So like between the time that I watched it for the first time and now, I am now yeah, going thirty. So which oh, is weird. And the weird thing is right because the flashback sequence is where she's thirteen, but set in like the late eighties. And then she's Shit. 30, right? She's 30 in like the early 2000, 2003, 2004. Yeah. I'm thinking if that movie was made now, the flashback sequence would be set in 2003. Yeah, it would be too. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so it's like vintage now. Oh, let's do a flashback vintage 2000s, man. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. God, I'm ta- I've been saying in the last few podcasts, um, this existential crisis nearing 30 <laughs> years old. Um, but, yeah, I enjoyed most of those films that I watched this last week other than Man Who Knew Too Little, which I thought was crap, and I will probably never revisit that. No, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it's worth it. Uh, you came and you were like, what the hell are you watching? I was like, oh, it's Bill Murray thing, and he walked out. <laughs> yeah, it's Rob Watson. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple of newer, newish films we got to this week. Um Talking Bill Murray, Zombieland, Double Tap. That was good fun. That's so fun. That <laughs> was good fun. Yeah. I didn't remember anything about the first one. I'm not a big zombie. No, me either. Zombie film lover. No. But, that, oh, but if it's like a comedy, you can do it. Yeah, right. exactly right. Yeah, I'm the same. Um, yeah. yeah, it was fun. Lots of fun. Real good yeah. laughs. Woody Harrelson. Woody's um, love Woody. Yeah, Woody's so, oh, so, Woody's so good. good. Um, Jesse Eisenberg. Yep. Um, Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. Um, Abigail Breslin. Yep. Um, and um, was it Rosario Dawson was in it as well? Yes, she was. Yeah, and um, Luke Wilson. Luke, yeah. <laughs> Great cast, like really terrific. Um, and uh, Zoe Dutch is in it as well. She's really good. She played like the real dumb yeah, 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 yeah. dumb yeah. girl. Yeah. yeah. So I really enjoyed it. I didn't remember anything about the first one. We obviously watched it when it first came out, which was years yeah, ago, like 10, 11, 12 either. years ago now. Um, but it was easy enough to follow the plot and just yeah. keep going with it and yeah, that yeah. was a lot of no, fun. No, it was good. I enjoyed that. Enjoyed those. Enjoyed um, Even your mother enjoyed it. Yeah, she liked that one. She hates this blood and yeah. gore and shit, but she enjoyed that. <laughs> she enjoyed it. Um, well, it was funny because I was like, I'm going to put this movie on. She's like, all right, some other thing. She's like, oh, I really would. I was like, well, it's like the only newer stuff we have is like horror stuff because we've watched all the other we've stuff. We've watched all the other stuff with her and then we only get a chance to watch what we want to watch if she doesn't stay up to watch something or whatever. Yep. Um, That's right. So... It's all these horror things. And I'm like, well, the only newer things I've got here is horror unless we dive into the pile of, like, really older stuff. Um, she's like, no, I don't care. We watched some horror thing the other day. I was like, all right. So I put on <laughs> Zombieland. Oh, she enjoyed it anyway. Um, yeah. Talking about Zoe Dooch, uh, Before I Fall we watched mm, as well. It's a nice film. It's almost like a Groundhog Day thing. Yeah. Um, it was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, I didn't mind it at all. Real simple sort of thing. Easy to watch, easy to re- follow. Yeah. 
keeps reliving the same day over and over yeah. and over again. And then figures out how to die properly. Yeah. Well, was a spoiler there, but... How <laughs> no, <you> know. <laughs> old's the film? Yeah, quite a few years old. Um, when we watched uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer mm. with um, Colin Farrell, Nicole Kidman, and that kid. I can't remember the kid's name. Um, do you not remember it? Did you? Are you? I know you fell asleep. Um, I, no, I do remember it. This was directed by the guy who did The Lobster and The Favourite. Yep. Um, I can never remember his name. Um, 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 Lyorgos Lanthimos. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His movies I've been really on and off about. Some of them I really like. Some of them I don't like at all. The Lobster I was in like two minds of. You really enjoyed The Lobster. Oh, I did. I did enjoy The Lobster. It's one of those ones that I was watching it and I enjoyed it, but then I didn't enjoy it and then I enjoyed it and I didn't and it got to the end. I was like, I didn't like that. But then a few days later you think back, you're like, yeah, it was actually quite yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. I actually really liked that. So I wanted to check out Killing of a Sacred Deer and I fucking loved it. Yeah. So good. Yeah, Colin Farrell is just so yeah. good in it. Just real dry. All the they all the actors in it just read their lines really dry. Yeah. Really dry humor. Yep. But it is so funny. Yep. It is so yep. hilarious. But it's a very dark movie. Oh, I don't want to spoil any of it. Dark. Yeah, it's yeah. a few years old, but I don't want to spoil it because it's one of those movies you have to go through with it. Um I can't and think of his name. Who who's that? The the kid. Yeah. I don't know. Um What's that? Who are these people? Top build cast on this is really random. Yeah. Oh, Barry Ke- Barry Kogan, Barry Keegan. Yeah, that's it. Really yeah, yeah, weird yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so good. I don't want to spoil too much about it, but um, he was fantastic. Yeah, so good. He plays this really creepy kid who yeah. like um, I don't even want really to say friend, really friendly and creepy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it just spirals into yeah, cool yeah. fucking craziness. Yeah, um, I loved it. I thought it was so good. It was very good. So good. Everyone in it was fantastic. Um, I think I like your Ross's films. I think I do too. I didn't really like the favorite. I wasn't. I didn't enjoy the favorite that much. But I think um, that one. And now you know, thinking back to the lobster, I really mm, liked it. I think mm. yeah, I did, I'd revisit really them. I would actually go back to them. Um, we watched a couple more DC animated things. Yeah. Well, I did. You were sort of drifted in and out of sleep. Or oh yeah, putting busy. <laughs> Put them on. I've been putting them on later. I'm getting old. It's tired. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we watched um, Batman Year One. Uh, Batman: The Dark Knight Returns, Part One and Two, and Batman: The Killing Joke. I've enjoying. I'm enjoying them all so far. Quite good. So, Year One and The Dark Knight Returns were both based on Frank Miller right. um, graphic novels. He did Sin City. Was it? Well, uh, funny you meant to say Sin mm. City. I thought about that this morning. Oh, really? So we haven't watched the second one. No, we haven't. I want to go back and watch the first one again. Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies ever. We digress. Yeah, exactly. Well, that was one of those things where they were going to make the sequel like two years later and then it never yeah, happened. That's right. And then they were like, oh, we, and then five years later, they're like, oh, we're going to do it again. And then it didn't happen. And then they finally did it like 10 years later. Yeah. I never got around to watching it. No. It's just been sitting there. Because well, I want to go I back. I love the first one. The first one's so good. It I was so grand. Watched it countless times. Um, but yeah, so those two were based on Frank Miller novels, uh, which I have to read. And then there's one called The Killing Joke, which was really full on, like really dark. Um, that was the one with the Joker in it. Yeah, yeah. It's just manic. Yeah. Um, I think I drifted in and out of that one. Yeah, it's hard to find much in there to like like because it's um it's this portrait of the of the Joker and Batman sort of at the, like they their darkest, the darkest moments. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to find the the graphic novel was really um controversial when it first came out, um, and a lot of people were surprised that they actually made an animated film about the book. 
Mm. Uh, but then they changed a lot about the book and people were annoyed that they like, changed the book. And so there's, there's a whole controversy surrounding it. I, I, I liked it, but again, it's so dark that it's fine. It's really hard to find any connection with any of it. I think that's the point though. More than likely. Um, but then it's re- it becomes kind of problematic because it almost tries to paint the Joker in like this um, sympathetic light, but then all the stuff that you see him doing in the film is like you just can't. Mm. It's weird. But, yeah, anyway, so I watched those three. I've got probably like 30 more to go. <laughs> I'll pace myself on them. So many I know. of them. Uh, TV-wise, um, we watched uh, – we've been watching Dickinson. We finished the first season in like two days. <sighs> You're loving it. Love it. Absolutely yeah. really love it. Really good. Yeah. Really love it. Yeah. It's I mean, you know, one of my favourite films is Baz Luhrmann's well, Romeo and Juliet. Juliet. So you got that that old, um, you know, Shakespeare, Shakespearean. That sort of classical literature classic, sort of, yeah. Yeah, but done in a modern way. And this is sort of similar in yeah. some regards. Oh, it's very ac- anachronistic. Yeah, yeah, so I just, just, oh, just love it. Absolutely love Stuff it. Stuff like, you know, modern music. Yeah. Um, the language that they use. Uh, ear, you know, like some, one of the one of the women's got an earring in, a, yeah. in, a, in an odd place yeah. in the ear that you wouldn't have expected yeah. it to be back she then. She calls someone dude. Yeah. And right. just stuff like that. It's just really just things that are just, that shouldn't be there. So what you would call anachronistic. Yeah. Um, Mixing modern with, yeah, with old. Really good. And then sequences where they dance. At least once every episode there's a sequence where they just like dance. Just but it's modern dance. dance. Yeah. So it's not It's, it's not crazy. crazy. It's, but it's very good. And we yeah, we smashed out. We must have watched six episodes last night. Seven maybe? Uh, oh, I don't know. It was at least heaps, six. Heaps, yeah. Um, so we did like half the season. Well, oh, yeah, no, it was six because it's ten episode season. Yeah. So it's more than half the season. Yeah. <clears throat> Pardon me, in a night. Very good show. It's on Apple TV+. Plus. There's a second season of that we've got to watch. So we'll get to that next week. Um, and we also watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier Episode 2. Oh, tonight. That, oh, yeah. Oof, oh, yeah, <laughs> Sorry. awesome. Last Friday. Last Friday, Last Friday. Yeah. Last Friday. Yeah. Good too, wasn't yeah. it? Really good. Episode Such three. a good That's show. Good. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, episode two was good as well, the one we watched last week. Very yeah, good. it was. It was Very really good, good show. Very different from WandaVision. Completely different. Yeah, just sort of, just a real... Marvel Cinematic Universe feel about it. Yeah, it does. And it, it makes sense why this was the one that was supposed to come out first. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because Get WandaVision was then second. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, it is actually – it actually became the, the – I might have said this last week, but the first episode was Disney Plus's most watched series premiere ever. Was it really? Yeah. And when I say ever, I mean like a year and a bit, however long Disney – two years maybe now, Disney Plus. Yeah. Not yeah, quite. Yeah, whatever it's been, I don't know. Um, yeah, so it's their most watched series premiere ever. Of course, Disney Plus and all the streamers and stuff don't put out numbers because they don't have to. No, exactly. They right. only put the numbers out when it like serves them right. Yeah. Um, so there's actually a couple of these analytic companies that are kind of sprung up that will – what's called passing – they pass data – Whatever the however the hell they do it, they manage to like get the data of viewership and all this kind of stuff. And there's this um, analytic company called Parrot, Parrot Analytics, who's passed the data. P A R S I N G. Uh, they've passed the data for it, and uh, they found that it's actually the single most popular show in streaming right now. Wow! It's taken over uh, awesome. an, an anime called Attack on Titan, which has been going on like in installments since two thousand three. Um, and yeah, Falcon and the Winter Soldier has 92, they reckon has 92.6 times more demand than the average series globally. Oh, God. 
God, no how one, crazy is no that? No wonder the string keeps freezing. I know. Yeah, well, well, actually, there's a lot of reports from America, particularly, that the streams are crashing every night really? when they go live. Yeah, my God, there's all these people in America waiting up to like three a.m. for the drop, and then it's just so they're getting it like the same, the same time same as time us. Time as we get it. Yes, yeah, so it's like three a.m. over there, and we're getting it prime time. Seven, yeah, seven, yeah. seven o'clock on a Friday night. Friday yeah, night. it's crazy. Really crazy. Yeah. But it's really strange because I'm seeing very little about it on social media. Like WandaVision was everywhere. People were talking about it. It was that conversation. Um, I think that's probably in part because the, every episode was like a cliffhanger. This show doesn't really have that. Mm. Uh, but I haven't even really seen any spoilers or you see the occasional like screen grab. I don't know. Maybe people were just taken, like just overtaken with the fact that we finally had new Marvel for the first time in a yeah, year. Maybe. And it was like a talk, the first And Marvel you knew TV. what you were getting. Yeah. That might so, have been part of it. You knew, like with WandaVision, you didn't yeah. know what you were getting. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like, yeah. So there hasn't been, obviously, people are watching it. It's, well, it's yeah, exactly. like a biggest series premiere ever on Disney Plus. Yep. Most popular series on streaming right now. But it's just weird that there's very little of that same conversation. Um, but there you go. I kind of said that a few weeks ago. I was like, I don't think they'll be the same with, with um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Just doesn't feel like that kind of show. Mm, yeah. No, I, it's uh, pretty good. Yeah, I feel like like we've been we've talking about we've spoken about people like we've been talking about we we spoke we've spoken about um, <laughs> we've spoken go back to second grade English. I know uh, we've spoke we spoke about this in the past. People were complaining that Wandavision they weren't releasing episode by that won't didn't release them all at once. They wanted to binge it, and we made the argument like. What's not a show that you binge? This is like proper TV. No, that's right. I feel like I said then that. I agree there are certain shows that you could binge. I yep. feel like Falcon and the Winter Soldier could be a series that they just dump at once and you could go Yeah, through. I reckon you could because you could just view it as a movie. Yeah. It's um, got that continuity. Whereas WandaVision was specifically created in that mould to watch every single week. Yeah. I right. love the idea that we've got it every week. To, oh, yeah, every Friday night. Yeah, Something Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But I feel like it's been made in a very different way that, yeah, they probably could have released it yeah. all at once and you could have been. And it's it. a good length too. What is it, 30... 40 minutes? 40 minutes, 40 I think. Minutes, yeah. yeah, 45 with the credits. It's yeah. like 40 minutes, yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, that's pretty good. good length. Um, letterboxed wrap. The letterbox wrap for March. Uh, did, oh, we missed one thing. It's a very big one. Well, you've jumped the gun again. You ready? Woo! Deadwood, Deadwood update. update, yes. Nothing to see here. No, I know. Let's move along. No, no hang we're on. we're joking. April hang Fool's. On. April Fool's. Well, a little bit late. Not, you had a message from an old friend of yours, Sam. I did. Sam sent me a message. And Sam said, I'm sick of the lies. You're sick of You've the lies. You've got to watch it. Yeah. And it was like, make sure you watch. This is the first message I got from him for ages. <laughs> he <laughs> messaged spoke me. spoke to Sam for years. I haven't spoken to him for years. Uh, he messaged me, you better watch Deadwood tonight. That was it. And then he said. What was that on Tuesday? Uh, yeah, because we de- we declared that Tuesday Tuesday's, night was going to be yeah. Deadwood night, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we said Tuesday night <laughs> sounds like a good night to to to, to do a Deadwood. Yeah, um, he said, "Good podcast, man, but I can't stand the lies anymore." All right, we can do Sam. it. Yeah, um, yeah. So we did. We watched. We got an episode. In. We almost didn't. You were like, "Put it on." I was like, "I don't want to." I was going to put on one of my Batman films. I was like, yeah, no, I, I want to no, watch no, this. Come on, it's Tuesday do night. We've got to do. We've got to do a Deadwood. All right. Don't so you, we did, and it was, and it turned out it was the last episode yeah. of season two. That's what I like. I thought we didn't have many left. It took us half an hour to figure out which episode we we're up to. Well, I figured it. I figured it pretty quick. It was the last one because yeah. the, I read the synopsis on the because we haven't watched it for what 
cut since two, December. Three months, yeah. And read the synopsis and thought, oh, I recognise that and I recognise yeah. that. And sure enough, yeah. we just had one episode. So we wow. finished season two. Yeah, finally. And so it was actually wasn't a bad episode. Uh, it was all right. It's still boring. Still though. slow and yeah. yeah, whatever. But it wasn't that bad. But like I looked back on our last podcast, the last time we spoke about having watched it, we were actually saying, oh, it's getting a little bit better again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we've finally, again, if you're new to the podcast, uh, this is a show that we've been struggling to watch for years. We've started it. We've stopped. We've gone back to the beginning and started again. Stopped. Gone back to the beginning and started again. And this time, we're going to get it done. Yep. And we've finally done season two. We've got one season left, 12 episodes and the movie. Yep. We're going to get it done. So what we figured is the best way for us to do this, it's not a show you can binge. Well, it was, it was the worst manager in history, isn't it? Yeah, my you. worst manager. The, the worst, my manager, Wacko Jacko. The world's worst manager. He calls himself my manager. Um, yeah, world's worst manager. He's, he suggested it's probably – he's watched it multiple times and loves it. He likes a lot of shit, though. Um, but um, he said it's not a show you can binge – Again, it's like the Wonder Vision thing where it was designed to be watched a once weekly a week. Show. So we're like, all right, that's the way, that's the way we're going to tackle this and get it done. We're going to watch one every single Tuesday. Yep. Tuesday's Deadwood Night. Like Friday night is Falcon of the Winter Soldier Night. Tuesday's Deadwood Night. 13 weeks and it's going to be done. Look on the microphone. Yeah. So what's that? Three months. About three months. Yeah. Yeah. So about July we'll have it done, mid-year. And if we get real keen, we might slip an extra one in uh, later in the we week get or something. we ahead maybe. of ourselves. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> it's just if we get real keen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's going to want to pick up, though. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. I, I just don't get it. Like, the first season was superb. Yeah. The second season, just crap. Fucking drag. Awful. Again, you can understand why it got axed. Yeah, exactly right. But we'll see. We'll so, see. So, so we're back on the Deadwood back on wagon. Yep. So we'll get, it, we'll get it done now. So we'll just plough through and we'll just get it done. Head down, ass up, and get it done. Yeah. I reckon it'll be um, bittersweet when the Deadwood update is no more. Oh, God. <laughs> so yeah. at least at least thirteen more episodes you know of the Deadwood what, at the end update. Of it, I'm going to throw that disc away. <laughs> <laughs> I might give it away. I might give it away. I might give it away to someone. Yeah. Gosh. See how I feel by the end of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as I was going to go into before, um, Letterboxd rap for the month of March. We'll go through this very quickly, of course. Um, you should have a little bit of rap music or something there. I should. I don't have any. That'd have really pissed Jackson off. It would, yeah. Wouldn't it? He hates me using the sound effects. Um, More sound effects are better for Jackson. Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, now I have my Letterboxd account. Every single movie I, I log on Letterboxd um, and it gives you, I'm a pro member, paying member. Um and uh, it gives you, like, stats and stuff, like your viewing habits and how many whatevers you've watched. Um, so just kind of at the end of every month, we kind of do a wrap on, on my previous month, of, uh, previous month of film watching. March uh, was a bit of a slow month. We I did 37 films. Oh, slack. Yeah, that's oh down God. from 39 in Feb, so we just missed that. And Jan- how many in Jan- 50 January? January 59, yeah. Oh, jeez. Well, I had a lot of free time in January. Oh. So, um, yes. Some people have too much time when they're I know. Hands. So March was 37. That brings us to a total of 135 movies so far in 2020. This doesn't include all the television that I watch as yeah. well, um, which is a lot. Um, Look back over your life and think of how many hours you've wasted sitting in front of TV. I know. It's great, isn't it? Awesome. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we've done 135 films between January and March. 
Uh, that's down, well, last year, 2020, we did 565. So we're going to try and beat it this year. Um, actors, it will. It gives my breakdown of my top-watched actors. Now, this isn't done per month. This this is accumulatively throughout the year. Um, Jean-Claude holds top spot. It's sitting at seven films. I watched uh, an extra one this month, which was that terrible, um, I can't even remember the name of it now, Kicking... Kicking and I remember what it's called. It was that bad. I've hidden it. I've hidden. I can picture the cover. Um, no, no retreat. No surrender. Terrible. So that was it. And I haven't watched one since then. Um, but yeah. So he's on seven. Uh, Lance Reddick. We were speaking about this guy last week. He's a guy that just randomly pops up in a bunch of stuff. He was at four last month. He's crawling back at five now. We watched an extra film that Lance Reddick popped up in this month, uh, which was Godzilla vs. Kong. Mm. So uh, he's, uh, he's, he's staring down Jean-Claude. Oof. Uh, directors. What else has he been in so we can chase him? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Get Jean-Claude off top. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm uh, number one Jean-Claude Van fan. Um, directors are now common. No, he's not the director. He's the actor. Um, act. Why have I, oh, I've written this out of order. Okay, so under Lance Reddick, we've got a bunch of other actors who are on four films, like heaps. Uh, Common was like our second one oh, last month. Common. Common. Again, he love just keeps Common. popping up in stuff. We've got a bunch of random people coming up with number like four. Uh, Joshua Jackson, we've watched The Three Mighty Ducks mm-hmm. and something else he was in. Bruce Tim, Andrea like Romano. Really Jack- He's, He's great. great. I love really Joshua like Jackson. Josh Jackson. We watched all of Dawson's Creek once upon a time. Yeah, love that show. A few years ago. Um, so director-wise... Um, Chad Stalski, who directed the three John Wicks, um, he stays number one. He stays at the top. Uh, we didn't watch an extra film of him. Uh, but Sam Liu joins him. He directed three of those uh, Batman films, the oh, DC right. animated films. Okay. So he's, uh, he's like automatically jumped up there. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So there you go. There's mm. a bit of my wrapped. Um, we'll see, we'll see how we go in April. I'm tipping you're going to watch more in April. Probably, yeah. And I'm tipping Jean-Claude will still be on top. <laughs> Probably. Maybe I'll just have to keep watching it. I've got a bunch more out there. I've got Well, Jean-Claude ones. Yeah, I've got it. Oh. At, I have at least four that I still have to watch. Oh, really? At least four. Yeah. He, just, he was just, you know, superannuation, wasn't he? Just well, make, are these, just these make, early movies? Yeah, just make oh, But he is many. doing a lot of stuff now. Yeah. I'm not I'm not bothering to watch any of his new stuff because it looks terrible. It's just all the old It looks shit. worse. I'm watching all the old stuff, which is just so bad that it's fun and funny. Yeah, I just yeah. laugh. I'm like, oh, great way to start the morning. Um, <laughs> let's talk about, very briefly, the audio podcasts have moved. Sorry, not the audio podcasts. The audio podcasts are remaining on the, um, normal, platforms. On the normal platforms. But the video version... Is moving to or has moved to a second channel, yep. uh, which is just Dave That's Lee right. down under podcast. So if you are someone who does watch the video podcasts, even if you're just a listener, I would love as much support as I can over on the new channel um, because obviously I'm now sacrificing monetization on those. Yeah, I essentially have to start all over again. When I started YouTube, I was able to monetize straight away, but a few years ago they implemented these new rules where you have to have a thousand subscribers and over four thousand hours of watch time mm. to um apply for monetization. So it's gonna take a while. So 
um, sacrificing any monetization I was making on the podcast, which wasn't a huge amount. A few, 20, few bucks, bucks, 20, bucks, 20 a bucks a month, probably, lucky. yeah. <laughs> um, which is not a lot. So I figured it's a decent sacrifice to make. Essentially, um, because the videos are so long and they also don't tend to get as many hits, uh, views as my other content, my big content, there's been this big conversation at the moment with a lot of creators are starting second channels or sort of reevaluating the kind of content that they do because um, this lower performing content can affect the algorithm and how the algorithm sends your videos out to people. Yeah. So I had a big failure with my last cartoon evolution or my last evolution, the Superman video, which sort of bombed mm. at first, speaking up a little bit, which is good. It's still moving. It'll be a low burn. It'll be a slow burn. burn. I think it'll get good views after all, but that was kind of like the kick in my pants where I was like, I have to do something about this podcast because essentially if you've got this two, I, I looked into it, it's a two-hour podcast, getting a couple of thousand clicks, which is which is decent. Um, but if you look at like the viewer retention rate, it's like 6% and like people are only watching a few minutes of it. Yeah. And what the YouTube system does is it looks at that kind of stuff. It goes, oh, this person's clicked into a video and only watched 6% of it or something. Let's not recommend other videos that are of the same length mm. or let's just not recommend any videos to them at all. Um, and essentially what the, the algorithm will do is like they will go, oh, because these are low-performing videos, it means people aren't clicking on them. If people aren't clicking on those videos, the algorithm is less likely to then recommend you any of my other videos, yep, that's including right. my hit content, my bigger content. We've had a lot of comments from people about it's a lot of content. Oh, you're back! Yeah, I've had lots of comments like, "Oh, you're back! It's great to see you doing videos again." I'm like, "Hang on, wait! I've been what? Haven't stopped? Haven't stopped? I've been doing. I do like a video every two or three days. Yeah, that's right. Um, I get ones like, "Oh, it's great! You, you brought it can't an evolution back." I'm like, I've "Been doing one every month yeah, except exactly for January's." Right. Yeah. For two and a half years. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of that is, and again, I put out this poll. I think well, so I wasn't getting it. notifications either. Well, that's what I mean. Well, we did like a poll last week, kind of. I just wanted to suss out why the Superman video didn't hit as well as it probably should have. Um, and I got hundreds of comments of people who were like, I didn't get notified of it. I've got the bell icon on. I didn't get notified. There's all these things going on in the YouTube system. But yeah, lots of people didn't get notified of that video, and I kind of have put it down to the fact that I'm dumping four really long underperforming videos on the channel every single month. And I think that doesn't help. Um, and it's funny because last week I moved it onto the new channel. Uh, views are up. Yeah, it's bizarre. Even the cartoon news and stuff are all up. Mm. So I think it was definitely weighing on it in maybe, some respect. So I'm trying to get that algorithm rolling again. Anyway, I think that it's probably beneficial for the podcast as well because now I've found that the podcast have moved to it their own platform there's a higher retention rate on that video now yeah. because people, people are there, going there to watch specifically it. Specifically for that, yeah. yeah. So whereas before I might have dumped it and people would just click on it, oh, let's see what's this. Oh, I don't want to watch this. Click out. Mm. Whereas now you're specifically subscribed to the podcast channel. You know what you're getting. You're going to click yep. on that video. People who are clicking on it aren't just people who are just curious. They're people who have subscribed to watch the podcast and the retention rate is way up. Yep. So I feel like it's not only going to be beneficial for the channel – it will be beneficial to the actual podcast in the long run as well. Yeah, exactly right. So it's something that we're just playing with. Um, so if you're, if you're watching watching it yeah. and not subscribed, yes, please, please subscribe. I need 1,000. Because we need to get 1,000 subscribers. Yeah. And was it 4,000 4, hours? 4,000 watch hours, yeah. 4, 000, oh, excuse me, 4,000 watch hours. Yeah. So, you know, even if you're not going to watch the whole thing, just let it run in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just leave it, you know, leave your phone on the... 
on the arm of the chair and just let it run right through. I think I, I think I'm not. I, I think I'm actually not allowed to tell people to do that. That's against <laughs> YouTube's regulation, so don't do it. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. It's not allowed. You're no. not allowed to do that. Not allowed to do it. So right. don't do it. Um, but yeah, I don't do it. No, I don't. Never. Do it. No. Um, yeah, On any of my three channels. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, seriously, head over there. A thousand subscribers is all we need. Can't be that hard to get there because there's a couple of thousand people clicking on to the well, videos. Even, every even week. if you're a subscriber of the main channel, this yeah. main channel, subscribe to the other. Well, that's one what anyway. I mean. Go on both. Just you'll go get, over you get and the do best it. of both. Of course, I will be posting these on the new channel as I'll be like because you can cross link and stuff yeah. and whatever. I just won't be specifically uploading it to the new channel. You won't get notifications. So no. if you want the notification, if you want, just head and over. And that's that the other thing with channel. notifications, too. They? They've changed. They've changed the. Yeah, they've. Cha- I don't know. I don't they've want changed to get, the way they do that. Again, we've just going. It's going on too long. But yeah, they've, they've changed the, the YouTube algorithm and the way that YouTube does shit changes constantly, and it's like a fight between creators and the algorithm and YouTube yeah. and just trying to get your head around the new way they're doing Because when you put the, the bell icon on there, yeah, you've got yeah, to go yeah, in yeah, and yeah, press yeah, all yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever. You, know, yeah, you have to – it gives you an option now. You either want all notifications or um, – Personalised. Personalised. And I think it um, – a lot of people said that once they swapped over – because before it was just you hit the bell icon – and you get all notifications. Yeah. But now you have the option, and a lot of people, I think, who pressed it before this new system, um, their all, their notifications automatically are now set to personalised. So that yeah. can also be why a lot of people aren't notified of stuff. Anyway, long rambling, winded, going on. But yeah, please head over to the podcast main podcast channel. I can't. I can't. I don't even have a URL yet. Um, I have to have a hundred subscribers and have been on. YouTube for 30 days. So I can get a URL at the end of the month because we're a couple of hundred subscribers now. Uh, So it'll probably be youtube.com forward slash Dave Lee pod. But for now, it's just a random number. It's down in the description below. So please head there, give us a subscribe, give us a watch and try and get this monetization back up and try and get this podcast rolling. Um, But the funny thing is last week's one I uploaded on the new channel. This week's one I've had to upload back on the main channel because we've got a sponsor to do. That's right. And the sponsor was supposed to be last month. Yeah, this was something supposed to happen. It was supposed to happen last month. Something happened. There was a delivery issue with the warehouse or whatever. And um, we've got it now. So we're going to do the sponsor here. Now on the main channel, we can get as as big a reach as possible. Yep. Now you are – this is not scripted. This is not a word of lie. You are a – we both are big fans of JBL and their speakers. Well, I I bought a pair of JBL speakers probably – you weren't even born. Yeah. So I'm talking probably 30, 32 yeah. years ago, maybe 33 mm. years ago, and I've still got them and they yeah. still work perfectly well. They are fantastic. Yeah. Well, you recently bought – oh, what's this? Hang on, wait. No, this one here. First. This one's the JBL Extreme 1. Yep. The Extreme which 1. you work to death, basically. That won't work – Unless you plug it in I've got to have now. it plugged in. I've, yeah. I've used it so much that I've killed the battery. Yeah. The battery Actually, someone else, I can't remember who I spoke to, but, but someone else, exactly the same thing. Yeah, they I have to have it. it plugged in. Um, Absolutely. And that was the, the other red one there. Yeah, hang on. Just go with these oh, ones yeah, first. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. So cool. That's, the, that's the Extreme, that's the extreme two. 2. Now, I bought the Extreme 2 thinking that it would link up with yeah, the Extreme 1. But they actually don't. Yeah, they're yeah. on a, they're a different, yeah. different system. So then... So because yeah. of that, I had to go and buy By these ones. A couple more to. I can't remember what these one. ones were called. They're called Charge. The Charge JBL Charge. It's got it written on them. 
And then charge we got, four. Oh yeah. So that's the charge four, and that's the extreme two. And then we got this random one here, which is the that's a flip. Flip. That was yeah, called JBL flip. flip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, of course, if you're listening, you can't see this, but we're holding like a that's whole right. bunch of microphones. So, um, so the, speakers the two in our red, hands. the two red ones are the same system. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can link those yeah, yeah. and have them in different parts of the house. Yeah. But then I bought, I think I, was it that one I bought? I, I bought, don't know. I think I bought the extreme. Yeah. And then found that it wouldn't link up with that, so I went out and bought. You bought two of them. Anyway, <laughs> so we've got a lot of JBL speakers. Yeah, exactly. And again, right. if you're not watching, trust us, we're holding up like a shitload of speakers right here. Yeah, exactly. Um, so JBL reached out to me. They didn't know that I'm a big fan or that we buy the JBL speakers or anything. They, the, the Australian JBL team or the PR firm that was dealing mm. with uh, JBL said... Oh, yeah, before you go any further, like, it's not just those speakers I bought and those. Yeah. We've got a whole surround set up. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I'll probably replace yeah. this stuff with eventually. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've got bookshelf speakers and yep. centre speaker and subwoofer and God knows what. Yeah, true. Um, so, so, yeah, so I've got a shit. So, anyway, up. you've got lots of JBL speakers, um, not to work us up too much. But anyway, JBL reached out and they said, Do you want to do a promo? So we can send you a couple of new pro- uh, products and just do whatever the hell you want to do with it, basically. Yeah. Um, and I said, full honesty, if I was to do a video review and dump it on my YouTube channel, no one would watch it. Yep. Because it's not what people are signed up for. They won't automatically. It's just, again, the way that the YouTube system yeah, works. Right. People are fickle with what they want to view. Well, you're, you, you, you subscribe to something for a reason. Exactly right. Um, so I said to them, full honesty, if I were to do a review, no one would click on it. What we can do is an integration on the podcast. We'll review it on the podcast. We'll send it out to everyone and we'll get you to sponsor us for a month. Yeah. And they said, Beautiful. Yep. So at the beginning of every podcast for the next month, we're going to have a JBL sponsorship like you saw at the beginning of this one. Um, Stupid that was. By the way, yeah. No, I'm happy to do it. Look, no, they, they have fun. sent us uh, the new JBL Extreme 3, which is the next one up, obviously. Yeah. The one and the two. So if you can't, if, if you're listening out there, this is a gorgeous, like, big, what was your, it's like almost like a football-shaped speaker. I've heard many people describe it like American football, almost. It's like a big oval. Um, a beautiful thing. It's got the big JBL logo on the front there. We'll take it out of the box, in the, as you can hear. Got in the box. You can pull it out of the box. They've also sent us uh, this pair of JBL Club Pro Plus um, true wireless in-ear headphones, um, which are really terrific. Okay, so let's take a look. Firstly, we're gonna, we'll take a look at these. Very smart. How good is that? It's gorgeous. It's really silky smooth. I love awesome. the big. I love, I love the big love JBL the look at that. logo on the front. If you can see that, how good is that? And it's uh, it's, shadow, really it's nice. got shadow, shadow printed. So it's got yeah, yeah, yeah. The edges are like, like, like a red, orangey yeah. red sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. No, awesome. So hang on, we'll, we'll we'll go one thing at a time. I don't think you need to pull anything out of that. I think you've just got some cables and shit with it. Oh, you strap and yeah, your little strap you can put on there. But this is really nice looking. Now apparently it's pretty much it's it's a completely different unit. Um, apparently it's pretty much exactly the same, but I think there's a few things that are a bit more refined. Um, let's have a look. Let's let's put it on. We're going to have a so basically you can turn it on. You'll hear it. Maybe. Ooh. Almost the same sound as the other ones. It's the exact same That's sound, good. I think. Ooh, bling, bling. That means it's on. And so you can and connect connected it to Bluetooth. You that can clearly yeah. So I'm going to press the Bluetooth button. That's going to search. Already. I don't know if it's paired yet. Let me just double check. Uh, Bluetooth. No, it's not yet because it'll go blue. Um, 
um, Bluetooth, uh, JBL Extreme 3 connected. Right. So let's, if you hold that for me, I'm going to play something on it and we can have a listen to, uh, have a listen to it. Right. Ready? Uh, go back to the beginning. Be careful not to hold it because you're going to kill the earbuds of people listening. But that's quite good. Pull it, pull it away from the microphone just a little bit. Sorry if we're killing people's earbuds. How good is that? That is really... Hold, hold it right back because this keeps going up. How loud is that? That's that, pretty awesome. That is an, arm, an arm length away from this, but yeah. microphone. That is louder than the other ones. Much, it's more bassy. Too. Yeah, put it on the on the on here. You'll hear the bass. There's a oh, lot yeah, of bass yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Um, it's a nice really, and clean really too. Clear, clear, crisp sound. Really awesome. I'll turn that down. Um, That's why I'm a fan of JBL. I know. How good is the sound? Yeah. Their speakers are just first class. Um, it's got 15 hours of playtime on it, so you can have it oh. going for 15 hours I think, now. I think the Extreme 2 was about nine hours. Something like that. Yeah, I think so. Um, so. That's great. It's waterproof uh, up to one metre for 30 minutes, um, and it's dustproof as well, so you can nice. take it anywhere. You can I, take think it. I think the second one was Yeah, I well. think it's exactly But I don't same. think you could drop it in the water. Splash mm, not sure, yeah. I but, can't remember. But this is definitely waterproof. You can take it down at least a metre for 30 minutes, uh, so if you're in the pool. It doesn't float. It's obviously too heavy for that. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, yeah, it'll, it'll um, drop to the bottom of your pool and play music while you're underwater. Um, it's got four drivers in it and two JBL base radiators. Quite a bit lighter than the Extreme 2. Yeah, yeah, I found that too. Yeah, nice. Um, and it uh, goes up to 90 decibels. That's Ooh, why it's so loud. Nice. Um, and it is, de- it is, it is um, described as having more bass, clearer sound than the X2, and it's 425 grams lighter. There you go. There you go. So... Yeah, that's nice. really good. Really I'm like a big fan of that. I love this, love this logo. Oh, I love the logo on the front. Again, if you're not listening, either check out the video that we've put up or um, check them out online, the JBL website. These have just come out. Uh, I should have said at the top, this is uh, part of their 75th anniversary range of items right here. So I'm very impressed with that. I feel like I've had speakers of this for 75 years. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's great. It's like you can – they're portable speakers, so obviously you can use them anywhere. What we tend to do, put them outside if we've got people over. Yeah. We'll have one outside. We'll have a couple inside. So you yeah. move through the house, you've got music on. I'll occasionally take one of mine with me yeah. if I'm on a job. Yeah. You just have it running. Dust, dustproof and you just yep. wipe it off. It doesn't awesome. get too dusty. Really good. I love awesome. it. And, oh, it's got that on the bottom too, which is like a little, little grip. little grip. Really cool. There we go. Yeah. Really love that. Now, if you get that second it's camera. A nice, that's a nice black one. Yeah, and I think you get blue as well, which would be really nice. There's like a blue, like a navy blue. Oh, okay. Yeah, really yeah. nice. Beautiful. Gorgeous. I love it. Now, we're going to have a look at the Club Pro Plus. I, Without a word of a lie, I have wanted in-ear headphones for so long. Yep. And I'm such a tight ass, I haven't bought any. <laughs> but also, I, um, I am so scared that I'll lose them and spend so much money. That's my issue. I I, had, I bought some, but I uh, had to buy one with a cord on it so that at yeah, least if one right, fell yeah. out of my ear, I'd, I'd still have holes. Well, my uncle, uh, his dog ate two pairs of his, didn't they? Yes, they yeah. did. So I'm thinking, my brother. not that we have a dog. Um, no, your brother-in-law. Oh, my brother-in-law, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So anyway, yes. you roll on that camera because we're so professional that we'll film... A little close up of this. Can, have you got that on there? 
Uh, so for those watching out there, let me have a quick look. So professional, yeah. Just click on it there. You are out of focus, yeah. I don't know what's going on. Make sure to press it. It will focus that close. Should be. Anyway, we're so professional. We're filming on the fly here. This is these, these are the Club Pro Plus True Wireless In-Ear Headphones that you can use right here. They're terrific. I'm going to take them out. They come in this really great little case. This is the charging station, like little charging case. So the headphones themselves um, hold eight hours of charge. Ten minutes of charging gets you an hour. Wow, so if you can cool. see them there in my hand, really nice. Oh, you wouldn't think I'm a photographer, would you? No. Can you even see them? Yeah. Right? So there they are in my hands. Like I said, you get eight hours charge, 10 minutes gets you an hour. The case can also be charged, and that holds 24 hours of charge. Ooh, so you can awesome. carry that around with you as like a spare battery. If you run out of like battery in your headphones over, you know, when you're at work or whatever, you can just pop them in for an hour and you've, or, you know, pop them in for 10 minutes, so you've got yeah, another cool, hour. Right? Really cool. Um, they have three microphones in them as well, so you can speak to any of your assistants. It's specifically advertised uh, to be compatible with Alexa and Google. Do you have assistants? Yeah, I've got many assistants. Yeah, sure digital is. ones. Um, you can talk. You can talk to Alexa and Google. That's how it's advertised. But uh, you can also use it with Siri because I've got an iPhone and it works with Siri. Uh, so there must be something with our Apple that maybe they're not allowed to advertise it that way. I don't know. Yeah, um, but you can use them with Siri. Um, they've got three size ear tips. Oh, if you open them up, grab them off me. Um, if we open up the case right here, um, it comes with. Um, oh, you get a little cable. Oh, and you've got various. There we go. Oh, they've all fallen out. But you've got like, just an example. You've got like medium and small yeah, ear tips. Yeah, yeah. So depending on the size of your ear, um, I, I must have like the medium one in there. You can change it around. Yeah. Um, I found the medium, or I think I've got the medium one. There works pretty well with uh, my ears. And then you get like booklets. Booklets and all that junk in there as well. Um, they're noise cancelling. You right? You really focusing on getting that shot there? Oh, I'm just cancelling your noise <laughs> out, though. Yeah, um, they've got noise cancelling. Focus or not? Well, hopefully focusing properly. Um, they've got noise cancelling and terrific, terrific noise cancelling. I was out in a run yesterday or a walk or whatever I was doing. Um, I'll just put these aside for now. Um, what is that? You were playing back. Stop it. Stop it. It's fine. It's fine. Just leave it. Um, anyway, so, yeah, noise cancelling is fantastic on them. I was out on a walk. I couldn't hear anything else. Um, I did a little filming. Mm-hmm. I could just hear my own voice in my head um, and the well, music. I think you hear your own voice in your head all the time. Yeah, anyway. I think so too. Um, but, yeah, the noise cancelling is really great. Uh, they've also got a thing on them which is called Smart Ambient. So if you're like on a busy road or somewhere where it's where you need to be a bit more alert, yeah. like cars around or whatever, you can put smart ambient on and it's you can hear both the music and you can hear what else is going on out there, which is really great too. Um, mm. So that works really well. Because I was thinking, oh, this is a bit dangerous. This is so – the noise cancellation on it is so good that you wouldn't want to be using them on a busy road. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, they have this smart ambient thing which um, works really well. Mine don't. Mine yours don't, don't have all that. No, they don't. They're, Where are mine, JB? Then, yeah, JBL. <laughs> They're not yours, aren't JBL ones. No. JBL, yeah. No, now, no mine aren't, the, my ones aren't. We JBL. had a little trouble connecting. No, I need them to send me a, send me a pair. Yeah, JBL. We could, if you, you sent us a second pair, <laughs> yeah, you'd love them. Like, oh, my earth. I spent thousands of dollars on your gear. Yeah. So um, send me a set. These are terrific. Um, 
they we had a little trouble connecting them at first. Uh, like trying like fiddly and stuff. As it turns out, once you open these and you take the headphones out, it automatically connects it to your device, oh, which is okay. so bloody good. Um, the only issue I had with them is that they don't have volume controls on the headset. Right. So you got to pull your phone out, and yeah. it's not a huge issue. But that's the only thing. It would be nice to have like a volume control on it. Well, that's the one advantage with mine because it's got the yeah. It's got you've the, got the little thing. thing. I've got a little yeah. toggle on it. Uh, you can stop it. Like that, you just press it and it stops and starts. Can you answer, can you answer the phone? You can answer the phone by Mine, pressing it. I can't answer it. the phone. Oh, well, you go. got to answer through yeah, the phone. Yeah, because it goes through Siri and all that, or Google right. or whatever her name is, Alexa. And mine are smart to do. Yeah. Google and Alexa. And- now, the one thing that also I was worried about if I bought a pair of these um, was um, that I, they would drop out of my ears and I'd lose them. Yeah. Um, so I went out yesterday and I did a little test um, I did a couple of tests to see if they would stay in my ears, basically, yep. while I was out exercising. You want to have a look? Oh, uh, you exercising? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> All right, it's an absolute miracle. JBL has managed to get me up off my ass and go for my annual walk. Uh, no, I'm joking. I, I do... I'd like to get out and do a bit of exercise every now and then when I get the time. I've got to be really careful through here because there's snakes. I'm not joking. I'm not. This isn't just an Australian joke. There are snakes. There are snakes through here. These stay in there pretty firmly. Like if I do this. This is the bit where I'm like right rattling now. my head around. Complete fool. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't go anywhere. They're staying in there. So watch it. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. Another example. They stay pretty tight in there. And I wouldn't feel them even jiggling or anything. So the next major test is going to be running with these in. Just kind of see how they go. So we're going to do that right now. Jeez, I picked, a, I picked a bad day for this. It is 32 degrees Celsius. I don't even know what that is in Fahrenheit for my American uh, listeners, viewers out there. Let's, let's give it a go. Let's see how we go. All right, we're running. Oh, gosh. Can you tell that I don't do this very often? It's about 95, 96, yeah. by the way. <laughs> really well. We're not moving. Uh, let's, let's give it one of these. Uh, uh. Banging the head Gosh, around. If anyone's looking at me, I look like a complete fool. <laughs> That's good. That's good. All right. So they've stayed in there really well. Um, so I'm really impressed. Again, this isn't... I'm not going to lie and say this is some kind of high-performance exercise. Um, but for what I will be using them for, like they work perfectly. Awesome. There you go. Awesome. They bloody oh, I need there. a pair of them. You need a pair of them. I need JBL, a pair. JBL, if you're listening, yeah. which they will be. If not, I'll have to go buy a pair. <laughs> well, no, they are a little bit more expensive than the competitors, but I think that they're much better. Yeah. Uh, they're not much more expensive, just like a touch mm. more, but because of the functionality that you get with them, because you can cross... Uh, use them with different, you can use them on Android, you can use them on the Apple, mm. you can use whatever. I think they're definitely worth that extra money and the sound of them is so good too. Yeah. So, I, well, I paid a couple hundred bucks for mine yeah. and I'm not totally satisfied with yeah. them, the sound out of them. These are vastly more expensive than the yeah. ones you bought, but I would say, and like I said, they don't fall out, so you're not really in risk of them falling out too much. Um, well, they sort of equivalent of what, like... Yeah, we won't mention competitors' names, but that's what I'm saying is, like, they're a little mm. bit more expensive than the competitor. Right, okay. Um, but I think that they do a little bit more and they, uh, like, the sound on them is first. They, they use um, Harman, Harman sound. Well, yeah, I think... Yeah, the Harman speakers. J, JBL owned by Harman I don't Cardinal know, but they... JBL own Harman Cardinal. I'm not sure. sure. I don't think so. I don't know whether they do or whether it's just a partnership. Yeah, they do. But they use the Harman 
speakers anyway. So there you go. Really good. Again, it's a little bit fiddly to try to get them in place, but once you've got them in that place for that optimal sound, well, they even, stay Even there. mine are the same. Yeah. Any um, headphones it, like that. It takes a little while to sort of get used yeah. to put, how to put them in and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and fit them in properly. So. Yeah. So anyway, mm, yeah, nice. there you go. It was no, a bit good. of something fun to do. Um, yeah. yeah, really like them. Like, not a word of a lie. We're pretty honest here. You know that. Um, I will support JBL yep. forevermore. I have been for 35 years. Yeah. And they want to send in more stuff. In fact, it would be, it would be 35 years. Well, there you go. Most, and if they want to send in more stuff, go ahead. Yep. We'll keep repping you guys. Thank you so much. We do appreciate it. But, yeah, go out and get these. These have just been released in Australia now. Uh, so thank you to the wonderful team over at JBL. They also sent a lovely letter. Hi, Dave Lee. We hope you enjoy your JBL goodies and can't wait to see what content you create. So hopefully they've enjoyed the content that we created. It's what it is. It is what it is. Thank you guys mm. for sending that out. Um, very. Is the, is the um, Extreme available now? Yeah, they are. I've double-checked the Australian website because when they first sent them, they were like, these haven't been released here yet. Right. But they're available now. Cool. So you can go and get them. Again, the 75th anniversary of JBL. Yeah, just nice. Come out. Fantastic. Nice. Really good stuff. Go and check them out. All right, let's get into a little bit of news this week. Uh, first one, I just want to quickly spotlight this. The ACMI, well, I in, incorrectly co- have called them the ACMI for my entire life, but it's actually the ACME. ACME, yeah. ACME, uh, Australian Centre for the Moving Image at Fed Square in Melbourne. Uh, this is like my favourite place in the world because they do these fantastic exhibitions. Um, I've been to so many of them over the years. Yeah. They haven't done one for a long time. They used to do a lot of free ones, too, didn't they? Yeah, they do. I think they still do quite a few free yeah. ones. They have a they have a um, they have a permanent exhi- exhibit there on Australian cinema, which is always yeah. which is a free thing, as far as I'm aware. Um, they've just done. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it it was, it's always been free. I think it still is. They've just renovated the whole place, and apparently it looks fantastic. Haven't been there yet, but this will give me a great excuse because they're doing a Disney exhibit. Ooh. So excited! It's called Disney: The Magic of Animation. Um, they did good. one a few years ago, didn't they? They did one uh, in 2010, so 11 Ooh, years ago. ago. Yeah, it was called Dreams Come True, The Art of Disney's Classic Fairy Tales, and it was like a bunch of just, I think each section was based on a different fairy Mike tale. Mike and Sully, remember Mike and Sully? No, that was the Pixar exhibit they did. Pixar They've one. done a Pixar They did a Pixar one, which was earlier than that. Okay. They did the Disney one. They did um, a DreamWorks one that I went to. Yeah. Tim Burton exhibit was there. Mm-hmm. Alice in Wonderland thing. They just just really yeah, terrific yeah, yeah. exhibits over the years. Like I said, my favourite place. This, I have seen, the things I've seen at the exhibits at the ACMI, original cells from Snow White, Beauty and the Beast. We've seen the original maquettes, the clay sculptures that they've made for Toy Story. I've seen Marilyn Monroe's white dress, the the ruby slippers from The Wizard of Oz. Mm. Just the amazing stuff that they've had at this place is just incredible over the years. Like my favourite place in the world. A woman I used to work with um, was a curator there. Yeah, that's right. For a yeah. long time. Yeah, so they're doing a new Disney. Still is, they're doing a new Disney exhibit. Um, they're saying it's shown in Australia for the very first time. The exhibit contains original sketches and rare artworks from 1928 uh, to the present day, including a world class exhibit of a uh, uh, world world first exhibit of artworks from Raya and the Last Dragon. Um, it's got 500 artworks there, including original paintings, sketches, concept art uh, that have been specially selected by the Walt Disney Animation Research Library in LA. Uh, they're really seen works that reveal the development of beloved stories and animation techniques. So there's going to be stuff there from Steamboat Willie, the very first Mickey Mouse, 
uh, Fantasia, Sleeping Beauty, Little Mermaid, Lion King, Moana, Frozen, Frozen 2, um, and Ryan the Last Dragon. Obviously, there's probably going to be quite a bit more as well, I would imagine. Um, the last one was they had just released Tangled. So there was a quite a big Tangled section there. So it looks like it's pretty much going to be very, very similar, I think. Um, but then there's going to be a lot more stuff from the last like 11 years, which is going to be great as well. I'm so excited for this. The first one really coincided with the time that I became obsessed with animation history and Disney and my mm. love. It was this weird like um, uh, like like twist of fate that it just happened to coincide at that same time and this exhibit um, just fueled my love for animation and for Disney enormously. Um, so that's a... A very big memory for me, one of like the seminal moments in my, what I'm doing now, really, helping to inspire me doing what I am now. I went to the exhibit like three times, did a couple of talks there. Glenn Keane came out. Um, I got an autograph from here. This The whole thing was just amazing and really reinforced my love of what I'm doing now. Did I do the Glenn Keane one with you? No, I was by myself. There was another one. I think you did the Pixar one. Could have been. Which again was years earlier. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was fantastic. So I'm really excited to do it again. Um, and I will hopefully cover it. I'm trying to work my magic oh, it'll, it'll and get some coverage. Yeah, it'll happen. Yeah, because um, because that that, um, that uh, Marvel one was fantastic. Yeah, I did the Marvel one. I did some early coverage was, for the Marvel. That was great fun. That was just outside the AC. That was just outside Fed Square. The, this well, one was sort of was like the car. car park, it was the car park. Thing. They built it on the car park. Yeah. At door. This one's actually going to be in the Acme itself. Yeah. Uh, so I'm so excited. So yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to work my magic and get some get coverage. Some early of access it. to yeah, it. Yeah, hopefully. Um, that'd be really really lovely. So yeah, I'm I'm so excited for that. But if you're in Melbourne, if you're in Australia, um. You can check this one out because this is going to be so good. I can't Melbourne, wait. the cultural capital of Australia. Yeah, there you go. Um, talking about Disney and Pixar and all that kind of stuff, we spoke last week about how Disney are, um, have finally decided what they're doing with their films. Oh, finally. Yeah, we spoke about this last week. Remember? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> they finally did it. They finally decided what's going on with their slate of films for the yep. rest of the year. Soul, oh, sorry, Luca is going to Disney Plus with no cinema option and it's going on there for free, just given away. Yep. Uh, whereas Cruella and Black Widow are taking the same um, uh, split uh, release strategy that Raya and The Last Dragon had, which is they go to cinemas as well as Premier Access, so you get that third year upcharge. Mm. Um, we had a bit of a discussion about it last week. I've expressed my opinions about how I feel like it's devaluing animation. They've gone, oh, let's just give them the animated one for free. Yep. Uh, they did it with Soul as well. But then the other um, thing about that is that both of the films they've done this with are Pixar films. So yeah, on the other hand, you, you feel like are you devaluing yep. are you devaluing Pixar in one way, right? Uh, the things come out this week now. Uh, my good friend James, Mister yep. Sunday, Sunday Movies, sent this over. Good friend of the uh, podcast. Good friend, good friend, of, the friend podcast. of the channel. Yes, and um, just a good friend in general. Yes, lovely guy. Yes, wonderful person and wonderful content creator. Very good. If content, you don't know this, content. this up and coming YouTuber, Mister Sunday <laughs> Movies, go and check him out, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, uh, terrific guy. He's he he. Um, what do you call it? He like tweeted me this. 
Oh, he, he just like he like commented on the post and was like, "Dave Lee, check this out." Um, I think a couple of other people sent it to me as well, but um, yeah, but James is like bang on there. Yep. <laughs> um, he so he he the the uh, the tweet was from a guy called Matthew Balani, who's the former editorial director at the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, his tweet said, "Just talked to a Pixar friend who says Luca and Soul moves to Disney Plus have been demoralizing for employees," and he's quoted. Forget theatres, we're not even good enough for an upcharge. So, like we said last week, we thought, oh, maybe it's just something that Pixar's gone. Oh, yeah, you can give our movies for free, like Goodwill Gestures. It doesn't sound like it. Mm. It sounds like they've really just gone, oh, yeah, let's just throw the yeah. the Pixar films to the wolves. Yeah. I think, it's, it? I think it's pretty... pretty it's a bit sh- disrespectful to those that yeah. create these things. Yeah. They put their love and their heart and their soul into it. Well, these movies are supposed to go to cinemas, and this Mm. Luca looks gorgeous. Stunning. Colours. Oh, great. I'd love to see it. I still have no word on whether it's coming out in theatres in Australia, though. I haven't received a release. I reckon I'll probably receive a release schedule this week, actually. They tend to do it at the beginning of the month. Right. So we'll probably know this week whether we get it theatrically here. But I don't know. I can't say. Um so I don't know. It's it's weird. So obviously the employees there, the creators, the artists who have made the films, um, are very demoralised by it. Mm. You spend two, you that. spend five years making an animated film, yeah. and then oh, we're giving it away for free. Yeah. I've seen a lot of comments even on Twitter, which is like, yeah, great, awesome, it's free, it's going to be free. Yeah. I don't want to pay money for it. Mm. I saw one comment which was like. Oh, I like it when it goes to free because then I can see it right away and I don't have to wait. I would write, oh man, what was it? I ain't getting this wrong. But he was complaining that, um, oh, with Disney Plus Premier Access, that means I have to pay for it now or wait three months to see it for free or wait three months to see it at home. I said, how's that any different to a theatre? You have to pay and see it in a theatre exactly or right. wait three months to see it yep. on streaming or buy the DVD or something. It's no yeah. different. It's the same thing. Exactly right. But anyway, so many people now, this is, again, we've charted this, uh, the way people have reacted to this whole mm-hmm. moving to streaming thing over this last year where yeah, at first everyone's like, I don't want it on streaming. I want to just pay and go and see it in a theatre. I don't care if I have to pay. Oh, just give it to me. You know, I'll pay whatever. And now we've got to this point 12 months later where now everyone's like, no, give it to me for free. I just want to watch yeah. it at home. I'm not going to the theatre to watch it or I don't want to pay to watch it, whatever. Um, but anyway, yeah, this sucks. I think this sucks. Um, I don't know if it's a slight. I don't feel like it's a slight. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I don't know what they what they'd be thinking. Why they'd be doing it? It's just weird that it's the two Pixar films and it's two animated films. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Is it Disney that are making that decision? Well, I have to be because mm. Marvel. Or apparently, like Kevin Feige was fighting against Black Widow and Disney Plus. Yeah, and now it's going to Disney Plus. So I would imagine that Team Marvel are probably pretty annoyed as well that their oh, movie's you, going to. Yeah. But at least they have the theatrical option. Mm. Uh, so Luca has no theatrical option. These other movies, you, you can pay it. So I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty sure the the theaters will pay to pay. You know, yeah, because they obviously have to pay for the rights to show yeah, yeah, the films. Yeah. But I'm sure they 
do that. Well, apparently Disney were, again, we spoke about this last week with Raya. They reckon a big reason Raya underperformed is because a lot of theatres um, refused to screen it because Disney, the deal that Disney were trying to make with the theatres was just not Ridiculous. worth their time. Yeah. yeah. So like the back ends or whatever it yeah. was, Disney was on a much upper, you know. Well, they're probably, probably still charging pre-COVID. Yeah. Rates yeah, maybe, I don't know, even higher, I think. Yeah. Um, but I'm not too sure. Um, but, yeah, I just think it's weird that it's the Pixar films. I mean, Pixar is the company that saved Disney. Yeah, um, exactly right. Bob, the main reason Bob Iger acquired Pixar was because the Pixar movies at that period, like back in mid-2000s, vastly doing much better than mm. the Disney animated films at the time. So it kind of feels like a bit of a slap. Yeah. Backhanded slap is like, oh, yeah. Pixar helped us and now we're just kind of, I don't know. I don't know what the whole reasoning behind it is, but it just it's hard feels to, it's hard strange. It's hard to fathom why they do yeah. it. Yeah, but obviously the people at Pixar are, again, in, in uh, Matthew Bellani's words, demoralised mm. by it. Uh, more streaming news. Uh, Netflix have made a landmark deal or are closing in on making a landmark deal. Deadline reported that they are said to that Netflix is said to be closing in on a four hundred million dollar deal, probably possibly up to four hundred and fifty million dollar deal, to acquire the Knives Out franchise from Ryan Johnson and producing Ooh. partner Ram Bergman, um, as Netflix aims to expand into franchises. Ooh. <laughs> now, I believe when Johnson made the first Knives Out, he that one was sold to. Um, uh, Lionsgate, but the stipulation was that this is a picture-by-picture deal. We own right, the franchise, okay. we own the movies, yep. and we'll sell them out per instalment. Yeah. Um, and now Amazon. Apparently there was, a, there was a massive bidding war, secret bidding war between Amazon, Apple, and Netflix. They were all vying to buy this Knives Out franchise because the first movie was such a big hit. Um, but Netflix is apparently closing in on the deal. Could be up to $450 million. Um, Ryan Johnson, uh, Bergman will both uh, return. Uh, Johnson's written both films, apparently. Mm. He's got the scripts. And Daniel Craig will return as Benoit Blanc. Oh, Daniel Craig. Uh, <laughs> he was great in that one, though. I'm not a fan of Daniel Craig. He was Craig. terrific in Knives Out, though. He was really good. Did I watch it? Yes, of course you did. <laughs> it was that Who Done It film. It was like in that set in the castle and like the really rich family. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, hunt, he was great. Down. Is that the one with the hunting down the guest or whatever it was? No, hunting that was something down else. the guest. You know the woman that was getting married to the son or something? Oh, I can't remember. Maybe. No, I don't know. I can't remember the story. I just remember that it was, uh, yeah. but it was a great film. Let me have a look. Um. Deadline says the original was, yeah, I said this before, that was acquired in a single picture deal. Uh, the first film cost $40 million and turned in a global gross north of $300 million. Um, so, yeah, so this is obviously Netflix has gone, you know what? Oh, we've been talking about this recently where Netflix just want to expand into franchising. Yeah. They've gone, we want this yep. one because this is going to be a big hit. The, ca- the casting is beginning imminently and the sequel, the first, uh, the second film starts uh, filming in Greece in on June twenty eighth, so they got cameras oh. rolling straight away. Mm. Um, Brandon Katz, uh, who goes by the name Great Catsby on Twitter, <laughs> uh, he's a senior entertainment reporter for the Observer and the co-host of Post Credit Pod. He says that at over two hundred million dollar each, two hundred million dollars each, this makes this. The single, uh, the the biggest single value film acquisition in Hollywood history. 
Wow. Not just streaming. Wow. Ever. This is the most lucrative single picture acquisition of a studio ever. Compare this to coming to America. Coming to, to America, America. That was acquired for $128 million from uh, by, by Amazon. Wow. So we've gone from 128 to 250 odd million a, a, a picture. Mm. Crazy. Or 225 million a picture, up from 128. Oh. And the previous, the previous record was Disney's acquisition of Hamilton for 75 million. And this has all happened in the space of 12 months. Wow. My God. And this is not just relative to streaming. These are figures for acquisitions by a Hollywood studio of a single film. And look what the streaming age has done, how competitive these companies are becoming now, streaming. Unbelievable. That they're paying over $200 million to buy a single film. That's been the big question, and a lot of people are saying yes. Yeah, I would think they're overpaying on a lot of this stuff. They're banking on franchise. They just want a franchise. Netflix are very well known. Netflix are the most lucrative um, um, – is that even the word I want to say, lucrative? Not lucrative. Um, most pre- prestigious? Mm. Is that the word? I don't know. I don't Prestigi- know what you're trying to say. They're, pro- they're like a prodigy. Prestigious. Prestigious? Yeah, I don't know the prestigious. word. That's the word I'm going for, but I don't know if it's prestigious prestige. or pre- prestigious. No, not prestige. No. You know when you're like a prodigy. They're a prodigy of streaming services. Prestigious. I don't know. I can help. That's dumb me one. <laughs> You're the English Prestigious, major. I know. It is. No, I don't know. But they are like, as in terms of um, the amount of output they put out, we're far and away above anything else. Yeah. They're doing like 100 plus exclusive films a year, all the TV shows. Netflix is well known for throwing shit against the wall and seeing what sticks. And putting themselves in the red for it. Yeah. Netflix have been, you know, there's been rumours um, that, um, you know, uh, that Netflix are allegedly in debt. And they have been for many years because they just keep buying shit and seeing if it sticks. And they want a franchise and they're paying for this prestigious franchise. <laughs> this lucrative franchise. It's got big stars. Uh, it's got a big director who I think is probably um, he's up there as one of the most um, visionary filmmakers mm. working today, uh, Ryan Johnson. And I think they're just banking on this working. Are they overpaying? Probably. Yeah, I would think they Probably. Are. But they want it. They just want it. And they're going to grab it and throw it against the wall and hope it sticks. I suppose if you want something bad enough, you'll pay anything for yep, it. Exactly right. What's, what does Frankie say? <laughs> <laughs> the time to buy something is when you see it. Of course, when we say Frankie, we mean the bloke from um, Rough American Pickers. <laughs> American Pickers. Yeah, Frank and Mike. Frankie. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's Frankie crazy. Frankie Fritz. Frankie Fritz, yeah. Frankie Fritz. Frankie Fritz. What a legend. Yeah. Um, now, one thing that this podcast has been lacking a little bit, segments. <laughs> Games. Oh no! What are you going to do to me? We're going to play a game. We're going to play. We're going to try and spawn a new segment on the show. Oh god! Are you excited for this one? <laughs> oh, it depends on what it is. It's called shite or all right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, with those two sound effects, it's got to be good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this is a new segment. We're hoping this is going to catch on. It's called shite or all right. Okay. So essentially, what we do is we pull up IMDb. Got your IMDb up? Yep. Um, and we pull up a random film. Yep. Okay, so how it works on IMDb 
each film has a just randomly generated URL. It's got like a code number, like a uh, like a library number sort of yep. thing. What do you call it? Like a, a, a catalog number. Catalog number. Um, and I think I don't know whether it's in order of the way the films were made, or I think it might be the way that it was. It must be imported into their system, right? Um, so it has a random like seven digit number at the end of the URL. So the game is, we pull it up and we type in a random number. It's got to start on zero zero, and then whatever you want after that, okay? We just type in a random thing. Yep. And we pull up a couple of random movies. We're going to do two rounds each. Oh, okay. And so you'll what, how it'll work is that you read, the for argument's, argument's sake, you will read the synopsis of the film to me. Yep. No um, actor names. No title. No title. Don't want to know the year, any of that. Okay. I just want a synopsis. And then I have to guess whether the movie is shite or all right. All right, all right. All and right. What, what determines shite or all right? Okay, so a movie. So we're going to work on, we spoke about this in the past, where we have like this um, determiner as to whether a movie is good or bad on yeah, IMDb, right. yeah. depending on the, the star rating. Yeah. So okay. we're going to say anything from 0 to 5.9 is shite. And anything from six to ten oh, okay. is all right, all yeah. right, all right. So when we go yeah. shopping for Blu-ray or yeah. DVD or whatever, yeah. we will look at we'll look at the synopsis of the film and everything else. And think, oh, this sounds okay. What what ratings does it have? And we'll often yeah. get on to either Rotten Tomatoes yeah. or IMDb. Yeah. And usually it's first things IMDb mm-hmm. and and see what the yeah, rating yeah. is. And if it's below six, yeah. we think twice about, about getting. It. So, but if it's over six, and we've had some duds over six, obviously. Oh yeah. We've had some really good ones under five, even. Yeah. Um, but in gen- the general rule is anything below yeah, yeah. six, mm-hmm. we think mm. is a bit. Yeah. And anything above six is. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. I think so I've got now it. the funny thing is that it's going to be funny because there's so many. There's thousands of movies. There's thousands of TV shows. Um, the chances are you're going to pull up something really obscure and fucking weird. Okay, so that's the fun part about this. And we're doing the classic judging a book by its cover. So we're going by the synopsis <laughs> and trying to decide whether it's a good movie or not. You go first, and I'm going to guess okay. whether the film is shite or all right. And you can, you can at the end – oh, I was also going to say you're allowed one assist. We're going to have two rounds. On one of the games, you can have an assist. And the assist is that um, you can give me or I can give you the top three actors in the film. Right, okay. Sometimes they're going to be people that you know. Sometimes they're going to be people that you have no idea who they are. All right, and when at the end we get to the end, you can tell me the title and all that stuff. And when you reveal the answer, you can either or all right, all right, all right. Okay, <laughs> so you go first, and then I'll go. We'll take it in turns. Okay, okay this one. Yeah, a a newly ordained minister accepts mm. a summer job with mm-hmm. a dynamic TV evangelist, Ooh. only to find deep conflicts between the latter's conventional activities, servicing his community's spiritual needs, <laughs> and his oh. power power wielding as a TV celebrity. Oh. It sounds actually sounds quite riveting. <laughs> it sounds like it could be quite a a good like uh, dramatic uh, sort of thing. Um, I obviously don't know what the film is, but it sounds like it could be like brimming with drama. Um, and um, do you want to read that again? Yeah, read it a again. A newly ordained minister accepts a summer job with a dynamic TV evangelist, right. only to find <laughs> deep conflicts between the latter's conventional activities, mm. servicing his community's spiritual needs, and his power wielding as a TV celebrity. Oh, 
I'm going to say it might be all right. Do you want to know? Do you want me to tell you? You. Well, you, no, 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 no. After, after we do the. Yeah, you give me. You can give me the year. You can give me the title. You can tell me who's in it. But first, I want to know: is it shite or is it all right? I'm saying it's all right. Oh, oh no, it's shite. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What's it called? It's called Prey TV, <laughs> right? and it's and it was made in eighty uh, two. Right. Yeah. And it stars John Ritter, oh. Ned Beatty, and Richard Kiley. Good cast. Yeah. And what's the rating on it? 5.2. Oh, that is... I'd that, actually watch that. That sounds all right, actually. <laughs> with John Ritter, with his dry yeah, sense of humour. Oh. I think I'd enjoy that. All right. I'm going to give you one now. Oh, okay. Okay, are you excited? Yeah. yeah. Um, this one, don't look. Okay. A petty crook in search of the cliched pot of gold at the end of the rainbow... Hopes to cash in by befriending the heir to a huge fortune. Read it again. A petty crook in search of the on the, a petty crook in search of the cliched pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Hopes to cash in by befriending the heir to a huge fortune. God, seems a bit like a leprechaun or something. Doesn't it? Um, again, you have an assist. Uh, no, I won't use my assist. I'm saying that's going to be all right. You're saying that's going to be all yeah, right. I reckon they might be all right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you ready? Yep. Uh. Oh, <laughs> no. Pig of the film. <laughs> we should get us. We should get us a yeah, pig. soundtrack. Pig well, actually, this one is just on the border. It's got a 5.9. So it's just missed out. That's one we'd sort of think, oh. Yeah, we maybe, would debate about not. it. But yeah, 5.9. It's called The Rainbow Thief. It was made in 1990 and stars Pedro O'Toole. Omar Sharif and Ooh. Christopher Lee. Shit. Yeah, decent cast. Sounds all right, but it is apparently a bit shy. Well, there you go. All right, give me my you next one. You can't always win. No. You don't always get chocolate in June. Bag of goodies, do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, right. Okay, you go next. Pull up your thing. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Roulette Bill. Comes to a, comes to the aid of a recently remarried lady yep. whose late criminal husband turns out to be still alive. Ooh. Her honeymoon is at a fantastic Art Deco villa perched above the Riviera. Oh man! Go again. Roulette Bill. Yep. Which must be the character's name. I think. Right. Sounds a bit pretentious. Come, comes to the aid of a recently remarried lady whose late criminal husband turns out to be still alive. Her honeymoon is the fantastic Art Deco villa mm. perched above the Riviera. Oh, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm just going to use my assist just because I can. Give me the top three actors. Top three actors? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> can I help you? Okay. Huguette Duflos. All right. <laughs> Uh, Kissa Couprine <laughs> and yeah. Weira Ingalls. Okay, so it's a French film. Then. It's a French film. Oh, it sounds really pretentious, and it does sound like um, a film that comes out, that would come out of France. Um, I'm going to say it's shite. Although yeah. people do love a French. I love French films, but a people those really pretentious films that come from anywhere. People just, you know, you get the cinephiles that will jump on there and give it a big yeah, rating. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I'm saying it probably sounds a bit... I would probably watch it and think it's a bit shite. But I'm saying it might have an all right rating. 
I'm going to go. All I'm going to go. All right. Yeah. Let's have a look. All right. All right. Ah, there we go. It's called La Parfum de la Dame et Noir. Oh, the uh, the perfume. The of... perfume lady. I don't know. Who knows? Okay, something right. about the perfume yeah. lady. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, it runs for one forty nine minutes. Yeah. It was made in. It doesn't say what year. Oh, nineteen thirty one. Oh, so interesting. Right yeah, up yeah. your alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six point five. Six point five. That's not bad. Mm, Marcel Lehebier. Oh, there you go. He's the director. Well, the um, actually, if you look at the top, I found that on on foreign films, it will give you the. Oh, you don't have it. Oh, here it'll actually give you the. Oh, doesn't there? Sometimes it gives you the English title. Oh, right, oh so okay. it's a it's a classic film. It's a classic. Uh, again, this is the whole idea of don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. I'm going to give you one but now. You got it right though. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, I'm going to give you one now. Yep. Eric and Joel. Actually, I need to click see more because it's a, it's a long one. Eric and Joel decided to spend their honeymoon night at the house of a couple of married friends who happened to be in the midst of a serious marriage crisis. Before sunset, a very young woman arrives riding a motorbike and says she's Angel. With her strange presence, eroticism breaks out and several <laughs> couplings and vicious sex erupt in the comfortable home. That's absolute <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh look! I think that oh, that's. That, oh, I think that just sounds like tripe. You don't want to use your assist. Yeah, give me the. Yeah, I'll use my assist as well. Okay, it stars Guy Royer, Carrion Gambia, and Dawn Cummings. Never heard of any of them. No, <laughs> what, no I can't ask what you was. No, is it um, shite or is it all right? Actually, I'm going to say it's all right because because yeah. I reckon that might be a good laugh. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you ready? Uh, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Is it a comedy? It is an adult film. Oh, God. <laughs> it's adult romance. Now, it's don't a- go right in saying that old mate Rick likes old dirty <laughs> films. <laughs> it's a French film. I don't know if it is actually like a porno. I think it might just be like an erotic film. Right, And okay. France... Pumps out a lot of them. This was made in 1976. It's called Echanges de Partenaires, which is a change of partners. Oh, <laughs> so, Sounds like a throw your keys in the bowls. Yeah. Film. So there you go. Wow. That's, That's good fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was a bit of fun. We'll do it again. Yeah. If you if you enjoyed the new segment, uh, Shite or All Right. All right, all right. Write in and let us know. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do some uh, subscriber questions? Yeah, 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 yeah. Today, yeah. We're running out of time now. Yeah. Getting, getting a bit long. Yes. Long in the tooth, just like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, hang on, let me pull it up. Where is it? Ugh. God, there's bloody... What? Um, <laughs> oh, my fa- there was a thing playing on my phone. Oh, it's annoying. Uh, here we go. Questions. Alan yes. Driver. Yeah. Get this microphone out of my way so I can see it. Alan Driver yep. says, well, wants to know, uh, favourite show that was cancelled, he says his would be Iron Man, Armoured Adventures mm-hmm. and Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Oh, let me think. Sometimes I think about the answers beforehand and sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, favourite show that was cancelled? Deadwood, Deadwood. Deadwood, no. <laughs> no way. There's something sticking in there where I'm thinking, oh, it got cancelled too early. Yeah, there was something we watched. What was it? Oh, I'll tell you what my favourite one is. You can go yours next. I can't think of what it is. My favourite is Glow. Fantastic oh, show that right, was on okay. Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went for like you three seasons, that. maybe four. Um, Alison Brie, Mark. 
Mark Maron, Mark Mark Maron, I think his name is. Um, terrific cast. It's about female wrestling, but it's it's such a funny show. Uh, it's like a like a comedy drama sort of thing. They were going to do the last season. They were going to do one more season to close out the story, mm. and then COVID happened, and obviously it was too because it's about wrestling. It was too unsafe to do the show right, to yeah, film yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but then there were legalities about how long you could keep people on a contract for, oh, so right, they cancelled it. Cancel it. So annoying. I love yeah, that yeah. show. You? There's, been, there's been there's been a few, but I can't I can't yeah. think, I can't think of the names of. There was one. What was that one? Um, oh. It was um, Las Vegas thing. Um, oh, I was thinking that Viva Laughlin. Viva Laughlin. Such a terrible show, but it was so yeah, fun. Exactly. Yeah, right. It was like a musical. I think that was what one season. No, there was like three episodes that got pulled. Oh, that's right. It yeah, didn't last. Yeah, yeah, it got. Right. It yeah. literally got pulled. And that, was that Hugh Jackman? Hugh or? Jackman was yeah. in the first one. I think he was the guy that owned the casino. Yeah. And it was like, it was like a musical. And that was set to like pre-existing songs. Yeah. I don't think they re-recorded them though. It was like just the actual songs, yeah, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. It was so yeah. fun. Yeah. I just remember Hugh Jackman on it, like dancing on a poker table, singing um, Viva Las Vegas or yeah. some shit. It got pulled yeah, after that was, three that shows. Was, that was one that I was disappointed because yeah, I enjoyed the, fun. the really couple fun. of episodes we got. Yeah. But there's been heaps. There's been yeah. a few and I just can't think of think of one. Um, Hung of was one that you really liked, I think. Got oh, asked. yeah, that was um, good. I enjoyed that. Um, How to Make It in America. Oh, that yeah. was that was a great show. Yeah, loved Lots that show. Lots of good shows, have and that just was only been two pulled. seasons, maybe two or three. Yeah, maybe three seasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's been go. there's been a heap of them. There's a, actually um, there's one here from. Um, I, it's not on your version. I must have forgot to save it. But this top one right here. Can you read that? Oh yeah, I can. Hang on a sec. But yeah. Alan, Alan, oh, he's got, got a second one. question. Yeah, yeah. So his second question was: Will movie theater will movie theaters be the norm again? Mm-hmm. It feels special to go to a theater. Uh, I will never forget seeing Avengers Endgame in the theater, and when we finally heard uh, Avengers Assemble, we all jumped jumped up <clears> cheering. Yeah, I think they will be. I think um, like Godzilla v Kong's just opened in the states, and I'm hearing reports from friends who are over there who've seen the film and they're saying the theatre's packed. Oh, so good. people are going back in droves. I think for big movies, you'll pack out cinemas again. Yeah. Smaller movies might be a bit different. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the smaller stuff's just going to go to streaming now. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's going to be, there's going to be a bit of a tug of war between streaming and theatres for a while. Yeah. But I think we'll, we'll see the resurgence of the cinema and people yeah, yeah. make an effort to go back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So we the the one that I haven't got here that you had. Yeah. Oh, who's that from? Yeah. Wacko Jango, world's worst manager. World's worst manager. Yeah. Wacko uh, says, "What's the best movie snack that isn't popcorn? Yeah. Drink too." Um, well, we always get a uh, chop chop top. Yeah. Gotta have a chop top. Which uh, are they Australian? No, I wouldn't think so. Which is just a but you can get them overseas. Obviously. An ice cr- ice cream. Oh, but they, the ones we eat are the ones made by the by Bulla or whatever it is. Yeah, I think it's they Bula. sell them at the cinemas. Yeah, oh, lovely. So they're just a you know, like a wafer cone. I think they're in a wafer. Yeah, cone with a wafer they? cone. In a wafer cone and a scoop of ice cream with the chocolate, chocolate over the top. Yeah, oh, fantastic. I get the mint one. You sometimes get the mint. Sometimes oh, yeah, vanilla. usually the vanilla. Oh, lovely. I'm a plain vanilla man. Um, and drink has always got to be a Coke. Oh, it's always a Coke. Yeah. Always a Coke. Yeah. Or you'll go like a Coke Zero or whatever the hell it's called. No, no, no it's usually sugar. just a Coke. I yeah. don't like the no I sugar. feel like he's trying to goad me into telling a story here, though. Oh, okay. Uh, because whenever and we, Jaffers. I like Jaffers. Jaffers, yeah. Well, like whenever, Jaffers movies, whenever we one. used to go to the cinemas, me and Wacko and mate Tim, 
we would go to Kmart beforehand and buy cheap lollies. Oh, that's right. Back in the day too. when they would sell lollies at the concession yeah. stand, you could make your own like trail mix of lollies. Yeah. So we would go to Kmart beforehand and just buy a bunch of bags of cheap Lolly, like, lollies. Lollies are sweets. Sweets or candy, candy depending where yeah. else you are. Yeah. Um, so we'd buy heaps of candy or sweets, really cheap. They were like a dollar a bag at Kmart. Some were like 50 cents. And I would bring my, my little brown paper bags right. and we'd like make up our own little trail mix and then sneak them into the theatre. And they always thought it was so funny. They were always yeah. laughing at me all the time. But I saved them money because yep. those trail mix at the cinema were so bloody expensive. Oh, exactly um, right. But these days I don't really sit there with a bag of lollies at the cinema. It's just no, um, not normal. a choc top and a popcorn and a, and a drink. drink. You yeah, get the yeah. combo pack. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's about the only way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Next one. Um, Gary Gary Leidemont. Yeah, long-time subscriber, long-time yes. viewer, yeah. Leidemont, is that how it's spelled? I, I assume so. Leidemont. Let us know, Gary. Um, what's your favourite war movie from before 1980? This one's easy by technicality. 1979. Oh, just. And this is probably yours as well. Apocalypse Now. Oh, without doubt. Yeah. It's one of my top three films yeah. of all time. Great film. Um, the other one for me would be... Made pre eighty, mm-hmm. full metal jacket. I think you're right. I think that was like mid seventies. I'll double check, but that's I think a brilliant you're right. film. Uh, you haven't seen that. Have I you? still haven't watched it. Oh, we got to watch it. Nin- oh no, that's nineteen eighty seven. Oh, eighty seven. Oh, yeah, geez, much later. Okay. Much later. So well, let's count that now. one out. But that's a really good film. Yeah. But Apocalypse Now, without that. absolutely. If you want me to go back any further, I would probably say something like The Longest Day or From Here to Eternity, Bridge on the River Kwai. Yeah, one any of, those, of them. One of those classics. Yeah. Guns of the Navarone, mm. any of them, yeah. Someone with Steve McQueen where he's used the motorcycle to jump. The Great Escape. Great Escape. Yeah. That's a good one. Because in the prison camp, yeah. That's right. Okay, Ross the film critic. Yep. Hey, hey Dave. Hey, Ross. Uh, hey, Dave. <laughs> 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 Hope you're doing well. And I am really enjoying your podcast. Keep it up, my friend. Thanks, Ross. Question. Since the Snyder Cut has been released, fans uh-huh. have been comparing the DCEU to the MCU. And slagging off the MCU yeah. franchise and saying their and saying their praises for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. Do you think fans should not compare them? Uh, I think it. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's silly to compare things like this. Naturally, there's always going to be a comparison. Marvel and DC. Um, for me, it's a yeah. it's a bit like a bit like saying who's the better basketballer, Kobe yeah. or Kobe or Jordan, Michael Jordan. Yeah, well, they're from different eras. And yeah, Jordan, by the way. Um, and Dan Covey would, would agree. Yeah. Like he always said that the game is better better having Michael yeah. and he plays the way he played the way he played because of Michael. I always I always feel you can have both. Like um we're obviously both Marvel fans and D C fans. Yep. Um I think the comparison is so stupid. Uh, you've got James Gunn, who has directed Guardians of the Galaxy, and now he's directed the Suicide Squad for DC. Yep. Um, and he's always using Twitter to be like, "What's this? This like war between fans is so stupid." Yeah, exactly. You got people like like classic comic writers, Jack Kirby. You know, wrote epics for Marvel and wrote epics for DC. Yeah. You know, I think they're both. You you can have you can enjoy both, but there's this huge division. Uh, between the film fan bases, particularly, and they sh- they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be like, oh. The Marvel films are because you get the DC fans who say, "Oh, the Marvel films are too kiddy." I like my you know real serious DC shit. Yeah. And then you've got the Marvel fans who'll be going, "Oh no, this is lighthearted and fun and enjoyable," and the DC films are dark and whatever else. So there's always going to be things, but I think you can enjoy them both. They're two oh, vastly different things. Um, 
But there's naturally always going to be those comparisons there. It's something you exactly can't stop. Right. But as me personally, I think enjoy just enjoy them both. And that's just like I always say, you you, you film there for enjoyment. Yeah, it's not to compare to one yeah, another exactly or right. each other or yeah. whatever. Just enjoy them. Yeah, you know you can enjoy both. They've both got fun characters, both great yeah. stories, just vastly different. And if one and if one universe happens to be better than the other, mm. not not so much the universe yeah, yeah. better, but the Production, production yeah. of mm. of those universes, one's better than the other. Yeah. Well, whether that's DC or yeah. Marvel, it doesn't mm. really matter. Yeah, well, I'm loving both. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the geek should that be geek? No, that's geek. how it was spelled. Is the it geek okay. squad? The geek squad. Yeah. Will you be watching the black and white version of Zack Snyder's Justice League? I don't think so. I haven't no. even watched the color version. I don't know. Maybe I will watch it. Mm. I don't know. I'll suss it out when I get around to watching. The color version first, right. because it's on it's on binge here, which is apparently very laggy, and they haven't even put it up in four K, and apparently really bad compression and bit rate, and it's got pal speed up. Oh, you're joking! Yeah, so I'm going to wait till the four K just comes out. Archaic. Yeah, I know. Daniel um, Tull. Yeah. So are we moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel Daniel Tull wants to know what was your favorite non USA show as a kid. Mm-hmm. Mine was The Muppets. Yeah, well, wasn't the Muppets America? Yeah, that's what he says. And then in brackets, he goes, "Psych." It was probably Hero One Hundred and Eight. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite non-USA show as a kid, probably. We were talking about this the other day that I still love it, and you don't, Mister Bean. <sighs> <laughs> no, Has to be Mister Bean. No. Absolutely. Not yeah. For me. Yeah. Not, not uh, above, above um, around the twist or. Oh, well, yeah, Australian, I suppose. It's tough to compare. Mm. Hey, Bean. Skippy. Skippy, yeah. Good show. I loved Skippy when I was a kid. Australian show about Australian. a kangaroo. Yeah. Uh, Joey. A kangaroo. Really smart Was kangaroo. he Joey or a kangaroo? He was a kangaroo. He was a kangaroo. Oh, there you go. He was, I think it was a little, it wasn't a big one. It was a, yeah. it wasn't a big red. No, just a little one. Yep. Right, next up. Uh, AJ Squad. Yeah. Uh, Cartoon Network Network or Nickelodeon? It's a tough one for me. We had Cartoon Network but, um, because we had Foxtel, and Foxtel initially didn't have Nickelodeon. That's right. No, we had Optus, sorry. We had Optus, so Optus was bundled with Cartoon Network. Nickelo- um, Foxtel got both. So the only way I ever got to watch Nickelodeon was when I went to Nan's because oh, Nan okay. had Foxtel. Right. But they did play all the Nickelodeon shows on TV, on the ABC here, right. so on free-to-air. Uh, commercial television. I don't know. I can't pick, though. I would have um, thought it would have been Nickelodeon. Probably Nickelodeon because you've got the Rugrats. You've got Rocco's Modern Life, uh, Real Monsters, uh, Cat Dog, all that kind of shit. SpongeBob. SpongeBob, yeah. Probably Nickelodeon gets the edge. But I grew up probably watching more Cartoon Network. Nickelodeon was always, apart from ABC, Nickelodeon was always like a, like a treat to right. get to watch Nickelodeon, yeah. Okay. One Jamie, Jamie Farrar. Yeah. Uh, is there is there a possibility that your next adventure is a book detailing your life as a YouTuber? <laughs> um, I don't even like to comp- call myself a YouTuber at this point. I don't feel like I've earned that title yet. No. Uh, 83,000 subs. I've just crossed over. I feel like I still can't consider myself a YouTuber. Get to 100,000, you probably will. Maybe, I don't then know. You get your I'll, re- I'll get my play button and maybe, maybe. I don't feel like I'm at the stage yet where I can write a book. Um and expect people to buy it, or really well, not have about, not about your life as not YouTuber. my life as a YouTuber. I don't feel like I can, there's much I have. I could say no. that would be of much use. No. Um, I mean, you look at a lot of the 
most of those books that are out, those YouTubers have been around for 10 years. For a long time, yeah. 10 years plus, you know. Yeah. So so there's a couple out there that I don't know. haven't been around that long, but yeah. they're meteoric, they're meteoric rising on them. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know, I'd always like to write some sort of book. And I am playing around with the idea of writing a book, but not about myself No, at this point. No. So, um, yeah. Thank you very much for listening. That is the end of the show. That's all we have time for. Just under two hours again today, which is what we like. Uh, thanks again to JBL for sending in uh, the product. Can we get, uh, where are they? All the way back there. Uh, we've got, of course, the JBL Extreme 3, that fantastic big beast of a thing. And the uh, JBL Club Pro Plus True Wireless In-Ear Headphones. Fantastic stuff. Love it. And if you're listening out there, JBL, we love more stuff. <laughs> we love more stuff. I wouldn't mind a pair of those earphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Do, work your magic. No, but we do appreciate this. Thank you so much. And uh, we will be featuring JBL at the beginning of the podcast for the rest of the month, which is fantastic. Um, podcasts, of course, go out every single Monday on all the podcasting platforms, which includes Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and Audible. Uh, the visual element goes out uh, on YouTube at the same time, but if you are a patron supporter, you get that two days earlier on the Saturday. So if you want to head over to patreon.com forward slash Dave Lee Down Under and sign up for as little as a dollar a month, you can get your early access. Cheap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, of course, though, don't forget the video podcasts are now on a separate channel, which is the Dave Lee Down Under podcast channel. Please get over, subscribe to the other yes, channel. Yes, we need, need subscriptions, we need viewers. Uh, try and get them monetized as quickly as we can and get like the the um, viewer base. We know there's people out there and that are watching. Don't open the video and not watch it. Yeah, don't yeah, do that. yeah, that's bad. Don't have it running in the background. Don't have don't it running in the background. And I'm not, I, I'm actually, that is actually against my terms and conditions. Well, we're telling them not to do so it. So don't do it. I cannot, I cannot endorse or condone any of that foolish behaviour. Don't do it. If you want to write into the show, uh, you can tune in at davelypod at gmail.com. You can find me on YouTube at davelydanunder, uh, on Twitter, Instagram. Links in the description of every podcast for all my social media, um, as well as the new, the new podcast channel if you want to head over there. Uh, as of next week, we will be posting on the new channel regularly. Um, I, we may make an exception, like if we get like a big guest or something, we may move it across to the main channel every now and then. Maybe, but predominantly we'll stay on that on the on the new channel. Um, YouTube preview. It's a new month. It is April. Um, so this month, um, I feel like um, actually I won't say that just yet. We'll say last week. Um, I dropped my Superman cartoon evolution, which is like a cut-down version of the pop culture evolution. So if you just want to watch yep. about Superman's history in cartoons, you can check that one out. Um, there's a bunch of cartoon news that went up. The Space Jam, uh, like Space Jam stuff, uh, Luca and Disney Plus news, uh, Mitchell's vs. the Machines. They announced a release date for that. It's a new Sony animated film. It's going to Netflix. All cartoon news about that. By the time this goes out to the public on Monday, there will have been the Space Jam trailer would have just dropped. And I have will have done I, a... Uh, a trailer breakdown for that so you can check that one out um, of course I've also just recently put up Blu-ray DVD updates for February and March as well this week I'll be uploading my Pixar Dark Age ranking finally I've been teasing it for nearly four months now it's finally coming I promise you it's coming this Tuesday oh, hopefully oh, if not Tuesday favorite. it'll be Thursday I made this video months ago but it's finally yeah. ready to come out um, there'll probably be some news and stuff like that and um, yeah, just keep your eye on the channel um, this month again new month April, 
Um, we're going to get some reviews. Uh, the reviews for this month will be Disney Plus's Big Shot, which are the new series, basketball yeah. series uh, starring good. John Stamos. Looks really great where he's coaching, John Stamos. He's, uh, coaching a female basketball team, a high school basketball team, which is really fantastic. Um, I've got this. Uh, I, I will be. I will be reviewing that um, when I can. Um, I've also. I will also be reviewing Mortal Kombat. It's a new film from Warner Brothers, um, and I'll be reviewing Mitchell's vs. the Machines as soon as that uh, goes up on Netflix. Um, I've got a couple of big interviews which are coming up. Hopefully, um, I haven't got confirmation on one of them just yet, uh, but the other one is confirmed for now. But I'm just kind of... I don't want to announce anything just yet in case it falls apart. Yep. So I've got a couple of in- hopeful potential interviews that are coming up this month that I'm very, very, very excited about. And I think you guys will be very excited about as well. So stay tuned. I'll see you then. Thanks, old mate Rick, for joining us once again thanks on the podcast. Thanks for um, And thanks, everybody out there, for watching or listening or whatever you're doing. And thanks again to our uh, sponsors over at JBL Australia. Thanks so much. See you on the next one, guys. Take it easy. Ciao. Ciao.